He will never bro, be. That's what I'm saying. No, you, bro, you've been no. famous for this long, bro. Is the music still playing? Nah. You've been famous for too long. Look, look, let's 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 introduce before we before. We I was just about to say that yeah. Family Room Podcast <laughs> episode thirty four. Thirty four, yeah. Thirty four. We moving on up. I'm Mike Ron. Stefan Ron. Got a special guest uh, in the family room with us today. Uh-huh. Uh, my oldest son's. Uh, Godfather, one of my best friends in the world, my guy, Dortut. What's up with you, man? Welcome to the family room, brother. Appreciate y'all having me. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Having to be part of this Rome Boy Magic, you know what I'm saying? Hey, that's one of the new hashtags, (laughs) Rome Boy Magic. Also, we got little bro d Rome. On the uh, on the ones I guess on the twos yes, the cameras he uh, helping us with the cameras today yes, sir. so we on the, appreciate on the twos you. and views yeah yeah nah, like yeah we got rhymes all over the place today. it's a real family affair in the family room today but yeah we just uh we go ahead and finish the conversation we were just going on yeah. what was he saying I feel like everything we're talking about Kevin Durant and him being on the Auto Smoke um, podcast talking to Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson about his use of his burner account him kind of def- not kind of him defending it and. I can understand how I say stuff that if I were more popular or more famous on Instagram, on Twitter, I would not say because I know what's going to come with that. And I could see a celebrity always being in this lane. He's never not treated like Kevin Durant. And Kevin Durant has shown more than any other superstar that I could remember. There's been nobody that is at his level that's like, fam, just leave me alone. I want to be a person. Kobe pushed everybody away till later in his career. Michael Jordan was like, I'm above all you peasants. Get the fuck from around me. LeBron tries to do everything right and wants to be on the camera all day and night. Like, pick a sport. Odell Beckham Jr. wants the cameras on him. Like, everybody wants this. And Kevin Durant's like, can I be, can I just be me, bro? Can I be me and y'all not take apart everything I say? Because all of it ain't that deep. People on TV shows taking a sentence he said and extrapolating it about his team, about his coaches, how we feel about a dude, and all of that. I, right or wrong, I he doesn't want it. I agree, and I'm not saying everybody has to be the same, but I'd argue that Marshawn Lynch is that same guy. That's what I was say. He don't care about all of that, but everybody loves Marshawn. Marshawn Lynch ain't on Kevin Durant's level. Popularity-wise, not even close. Not even close. But still... It's not not on not on ability compared. Nobody is saying Marshawn Lynch is an all time great. Hypothetically speaking, if I Marshawn thought I thought we were just talking about people who are great at their craft, who are world, who the whole world knows their face, and they just want to be normal. They don't want all the celebrity yeah, that comes with Marshawn it. Lynch because he's not on the same level as Kevin Durant. Doesn't walk around all the time with people chasing him. Everybody that talks to him isn't trying to make a business deal and do all of that. Like we see from how he lives, I feel like he just now started getting into the brand building thing, and that was his his own personal doing. And this and this is what I'm saying, bro. Marshawn, an NBA superstar at mm-hmm. Kevin Durant's level, they're not afforded that. You're missing money to do that. Marshawn Lynch didn't have to miss money to just now start his brand building. But here's the thing: if Marshawn was to speak on certain things, like his teammates, I guarantee it's going to be a headline on ESPN. If he starts tweeting about oh Russell Wilson and Richard Sherman were beefing about this, or I didn't like this person. I guarantee he's gonna get the same type of attention that that KD did. Yeah. So necessarily, he's bringing that own attention to himself. That's why I was like, I'm, I, I'm with about. you on attacking coaches and teammates and all of that. Yeah. But let's speak to the bigger point, because every tweet that he posts is just is dissected. 
But if you want to be left alone, you got to understand what the game is. You can't be want to be left alone and end up on social media tweeting every day. It's contradictory. Wait, well, and, like, no, no, no. He wants people all over the world do it. I understand, but he's and he wants person. to have some of that. That's and I can understand somebody realistic. that lives in exactly. that super. He's not being realistic. Exactly. He's not being realistic, bro. You are. Well, Kevin you guys Durant. just told me that Marshawn Lynch does it. He, he, he does do. It. I get and it. And you just told us that it's impossible. And I said not to that degree. And I'm, that doesn't change what Kevin Durant wants. And what we're saying is what you want. I know, I know is what impossible. you're saying. We're talking about. We're talking about Kevin Durant and the pursuit of it. You can't understand how somebody would hide behind anonymity to say something because everything they says gets taken down. If, Take it in the back. Like I'm, nobody's talking about all the other tweets that were on that account. I'm They're talking about the three or four that they can sensationalize. And he's saying, "I want to be someplace where everything I say can't be sensationalized." And that's what I'm saying. It's unrealistic for him to want that because you're. I don't think it's around. unrealistic, man. You're carrying I, I around, bro. Everything I, you say, especially when it comes to basketball, and your old teammates will be taking and be. No, well, we got we got to be fair. Right? He said, I, "I like to engage with people on basketball and all of this." And if he says something, it's he, bro. He could say that was a bad play. And that's an indictment of a coach or whatever it is because it's coming from Kevin Durant. Well, if an egg says it, it's just a tweet. But, I mean, that's and what, that's what he wants to be able to do. If I make a comment on a basketball game, I'm not necessarily talking about those players, bro, that coach, or saying that I would do it None of this came until he got caught up with the burner account. People didn't care what he tweeted about until he got caught up no, with no, the no, burner no. account. No, 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 they did care. They didn't care on that account because they didn't they know didn't it was know him. They didn't know what he was tweeting. They didn't know that's what I'm saying, bro. No, but, and, but my He got that, caught. That's the only no, reason no, why. That, no, that's the only reason we're talking about it. Otherwise, we wouldn't know. But what I'm saying is, other than the stuff he said about, oh, KD, other than Russ, and but he can't win with those guys, and he threw his whole team and his whole old coach under the bus. He tweeted basketball. He tweeted his opinions. He said, why go and join the shoot? Like, he had, or he tweeted like a fan, and nobody cared until he got caught with the burner account. Mike. And that was the problem. It's like, bro, you're, you're and, no, and, and I'm no, not because... saying it's right, but I'm saying everybody was like, yo, you're Kevin Durant. You're this, that, and the third. You're way up here on the mountaintop. Why do you care what everybody says? And that's why he, well, it was a combination of him going to the team that beat him and him getting caught with the burner account is why the perception of him changed. He's like, oh, everybody loved me. Yeah, because nobody really had a reason to hate you. You went and joined the team that just beat you, which everybody thinks, well, most people think is a weak move, weak move and then he followed it up with another weak move by tweeting about your old teammates. Both of those things are whack things to do, bro. You can't have a in my way, opinion, bro. you can't want to be left alone. I don't. I don't think that's want, having it both ways because because of what Mike just said. The exact same thing. Nobody knew it was Kevin Durant. It was not sensationalized. And Kevin, I didn't say we didn't know it was Kevin Durant. I'm saying Kevin Durant from the Kevin. I don't know what his handle is, but Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant from his verified account that has the blue check that everybody knows is Kevin Durant with millions of followers. He was tweeting like a fan. He was. Yeah. He was and tweeting he like was a getting, basketball fan. He was fan. getting killed for going at fans. People were saying, you're Kevin Durant. Why would you talk to him about this? It was all being sensationalized. We might not have said it was a weak move or called him a bitch I to call him out of his name. I Maybe they call him out of his name because they dislike something he I did, did, bro. I think, and that's the stretch that he's trying. That's I think, the extreme I think random, that he's running I think from. random people were saying, why do you care so much? His Him him tweeting was not a story on ESPN until he got caught with the burner account. See, for me, it's like, nah, you, you I, should no, care. No, no, Honestly, no, you should was. care. I don't it care was. if you care. It was. You just can't. Well, have he went, 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 proof on that when, because when I don't remember went, anybody tweeting. When he went back and forth with that fan and he told him, you don't know what you're talking about or some stuff like that, people were killing him. I'm okay with because that. Because why would Kevin Durant do that? No. And that's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. That was, before, that was before he slipped up with the burner account. 
what I'm saying is like you can you can go at fans. You can say whatever you want. You can have fun, interact. No, 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 but no, no. You can't also be. No, I want to be left alone. He said, "No, I can't." Because it's I get killed for stuff that you can do every day. But for the sake of our opinions, what are, for, the, for the sake of our opinions, what did I say? I don't care about you tweeting and going at people, and mm-hmm. I don't I don't care about you defending yourself or talking sports or telling people like, bro, you don't know the game. Who are you? I have no problem with that. But you attacking your old teammates and your old coach anonymously when that's really how you feel—that's whack. Yeah, that's kind of corny. That's whack. That's corny. And like I that's said, like you feel, you feel a way about door. And we all tweeting about we all tweeting and you feel a way about door, but you got a burner account. We go get on there and, and slander this man's name hundred miles per hour from a random account, but that's really how you feel in your heart and in your head. And that's like, whack. And You're like hiding. I said before, that is whack. And that's all but the, I've ever but talked the about. Bigger, but the bigger picture, because we were talking about y'all said you don't understand why I have a burner account. I do understand. It's for all the other shit that ain't that. I don't we think we understand that. that. We understand. No, that. that's where we started. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. KD wants to have a burner account because he wants to be treated like a regular person and interact. But what I'm saying is you can't have it that way because you are a professional basketball player. The, one of the most famous, to be exact. Mm-hmm. When you tweet, everyone's going to know. You know what I'm saying? Regardless if it's beefing with a fan or not. And what I'm saying is you cannot tweet like that and not expect people to kill you. You should be expecting that and be okay with people going to kill you. They're going to kill you regardless. So if you're going to tweet like that, go ahead and expect that that bombardment of people talking trash. Be okay with it. I don't like his stance of like, I'm a regular person just like everybody else. When I do it, everybody blah, 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 blah. No, you're not a regular person like everybody else, bro. He's not not being realistic. He's not. You're going to get killed. Be okay with that. All I'm saying is be comfortable in your own skin, KD. Know what's going to come with everything you say. If I'm... I'm not famous. I would probably will never be. But look, if KD, if I was KD and I'm tweeting some stuff, I know ESPN is going to post it. I completely understand that. And I'm going to live with everything that's going to come after that. No, okay. You have okay, to live with but, that. Look, the, this is the last thing I'll say on Kevin Durant. I think, I, think that, I think that that is an unfair, I think that's an unfair stance. Because you're holding him to what you would do. To what you would do and to what you would like to see. No, no, no. And everybody is not the same, bro. Everybody is not the same. Every superstar ain't the same. There's certain things. There's certain things that come with being a superstar. There's certain things that and you just gotta you gotta be built for it. And Kevin Durant has showed us at every turn that he's built for this superstar life. If he don't wanna be getting slandered on Twitter and he wants a burner account, you know how many people got burner accounts and you don't know? I you might have homies right now that got burn accounts and you don't know about it. Mm. It shouldn't change your outlook on a person. My outlook hasn't changed on KD. Because it don't affect Kevin Durant when he got to do his job. He blasted. That's he what blasted I his dope. teammates. Yeah, that's what I think he blasted dope. his teammates and all of that shit. Yeah, he did that. And maybe he shouldn't have done that. But he went out there and you know what he did? His effort wasn't lacking. Yeah, we're not he had, the he had regu- oh. It wasn't like it was a lack of effort or he was giving up on the team. He had a couple bad games. Everybody has a couple bad games, bro. And to be clear, what we said about the burner account was, bro, we understand that. You're, 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 the whole world knows your name and knows your face, and you want to just talk hoop like everybody else. That's fine. Again, and this is the last time I'll say this, that part is fine. But when you're, you're I don't want to say slandering people, when you're saying negative things about people and that's really how you feel, but you hide behind another face and name to do it, that's whack. I don't care on what platform it is. I don't I don't care. That's whack. I think a lot of that is business. 
I think a lot of his business. I don't think he gets out here and talks about it on a podcast. Well, that's not what later. he said though. Yeah. We're going off what he said. He didn't say anything about it. It's messing up my money. It's bad for business. He said, this is what I want to say, and I want to just talk basketball with everybody else and not be da-da-da-da. So if that's what he said, then we can argue that. But that's not what he said. Yeah, and my point for him to be realistic. Like, you can say whatever you want to say. Just know there's going to be consequences because you are a superstar. Right. So, someone's going to record that and put it on ESPN or wherever they're going to put it. Regardless. Change, just to change topics a little bit, but still sports. The whole uh, Donovan McNabb and, and T.O. beef is got some more, uh, I guess Donovan threw some more gas on it. Oh, they brought it back? He threw some gas yeah, and threw a match This on was, it. Uh, you, can, you can intro it. Yeah, yeah but so, I mean, everybody knows Donovan like McNabb. Super Bowl week. Donovan McNabb and, and, and T.O. played on the, uh, on the Eagles together back in the day, went to a Super Bowl together. Mm-hmm. Never really fully got along, in my opinion. You know, nah, that ain't an opinion. Yeah, they ain't get along. Threw some jabs at each, at each other back and forth. Donovan even, wrong. Even after the Super Bowl. But so what happened recently is uh, they were, I, I forget who he was talking to or where he was talking at, but uh, Donovan McNabb, hold on Puff, Donovan McNabb was, they, they, he pretty much said that they didn't need T.O. for that Super Bowl run. Right. Essentially. I don't want to, I, I don't think I need to go into exactly what he said, no, but the, the crux of it, pretty much what he said was they didn't need T.O. during that Super Bowl run. And... And he me- he was the reason they lost. He messed up the chemistry on the team. And the all next that. year, he said he pre- yeah. the next year, To's antics in the locker room prevented them from making it back to the Super Bowl, which is interesting because one of the podcasts that was the Brilliant Idiots with Charlemagne and Andrew Schultz, they had To on the podcast and they were talking about that. And To was like, I mean, he was like, I've never spoken on this, but he was like, he was like, and I didn't know anything about To throwing up in the huddle after the Super Bowl. He's like, I didn't, Donovan. Don, I didn't know about Donovan throwing up in the, in the huddle <laughs> until weeks later. He was like, but he's like, my teammates told me about that. He was like, but I did know that the night before he was out getting boozed up. He was like, and he wanted to talk about me. He was like, oh, and then he was like, he wanted to talk about like, if the people want to attack my character and demean my character. He's like, I have no off the field issues. None. He was like, you don't hear it, but he was like, how many DUIs does Donovan have? He's like, how many, how many Me Too situations does he have? Mm. And to be clear, his Me Too situation was not, he didn't do anything physical to somebody. He sent like some inappropriate text messages, which is still wrong. Yeah. But it's not like he grabbed there's or de- roped her. There's degrees. There's degrees of it. And so he's going to get killed for certain things. He's, he's, he's an outstanding citizen and Donald's not. He pretty much was like, bro, you want to demean my character and talk about me 100 miles per hour. You send inappropriate messages to people you work with and you're a married man and you out here getting DUIs with me. I'm squeaky clean off the field where you want to talk about character. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, uh, I thought that, and, and T.O. even said himself, he was like, I thought, he's like, bro, we played in Larry Fitzgerald's uh, softball tournament together a few years ago. He's like, I thought everything was, was cool. He was undisputed, and he said the same thing, Super Bowl week. My, my thing with this, man, one, this beef has been going on too long. Both of y'all not playing no more, like, I, and I personally think that it's a little bit of hate. Donovan, you could say y'all didn't need him. You didn't get there until T.O. showed up. That motherfucker came in the door, went to the Super Bowl, played on a broken ankle, had 100 yards, and y'all still lost. And you was getting weak in the knees and in the stomach in the game. <laughs> T.O. is a baller, homie. And you Donovan, don't got to like him. Donovan's, you don't got to like him. Donovan's argument for saying they didn't need him in that Super Bowl run was they won two playoff games without him. And then T.O. came back for the Super Bowl. <laughs> All right. You didn't get there. Look. Honestly, I think I'm, I'm dumbfounded by Donovan's uh, statement. How do you not need a Hall of Fame receiver? What do you mean you don't need him? He was a top three receiver. He's top one. two all time. That's what I'm saying. In most categories. Did, did the Niners not need Jerry Rice? Like, come it's, on, bro. You might have been bro, talented. but no, And this is where the beef stems from. Statement. And this is where the original beef stems from. 
Um, when Brian Westbrook, everybody remember Brian mm-hmm. Westbrook, the running back or whatever. Yeah. When he was up for his contract, Donovan was vouching for him. Mm-hmm. He got his money from the Eagles. When T.O. was up, Donovan was quiet. And he was like, yo, most of the time we don't talk on people's contracts, but you talked on his, you ain't going to talk on mine? Mm-hmm. You won't see my contribution to the team? It's definitely and that's, and that's where it started. Mm-hmm. And, I, and me, this is me personally. From what both of them have seen, from what both of them have said, from what both from both of them have done since, I think that I think that Donovan is um I think Donovan is a little bit jealous of Tio. Because he's this big personality, he's this star, and as soon as he came, y'all had the ultimate success. Y'all didn't win the Super Bowl, but you were never there without him on your roster. And as soon as he left, and people were loving you in Philly, and then To got there and he took some of that shine. If, if I'm being 100 percent honest, I feel like I feel I'm gonna just say it. I feel like Donovan now is a sucker. He's mm. a sucker, bro. Mm. You can't you can't acknowledge this man's contribution when the whole NFL has for his career. Mm-hmm. And that's where it comes in the hate. San Fran, they bought when he was there. Dallas ball when he and was that's there. What Eagles was ball when he, he was, was like, there. I don't understand it. And Charlemagne was asking, he's like, where do you think that comes from? He was like, honestly, I don't know. He was like, we always know him to be the consummate professional. Always says like the politically correct thing, but when it comes to me, he's not politically correct. People get out of pocket when they're jealous, bro. That's a lot of hate. He has a lot of hate for that man. For you to say something that dumb, because everybody, like, you don't even gotta watch football to understand it to understand To's importance to the game. <laughs> For you to say that he, we don't need him, is, is silly. Like, he's just being silly. He's a hater. Come on, He's man. a sucker, like Steph said. He's a sucker. This is, that's sucker shit. He's a sucker. That's sucker shit, bro. We've never been on a court. We've never, ever been on a court. Door, we playing a 13. We dust these fools. Door got seven of the 13. I'm like, we didn't need Door for that. He got seven of the 13. Right. Right. How many you got? How many you got? That ain't enough to win the game without this seven. You know what I'm saying? Like, Come on, come on, man! Give me a break, Donovan McNabb. You're wealthy. You're famous, bro. I don't even. You got a lot going like, on, bro. Stop talking on Tio. It's good business for him, though, because I, I don't. I don't see Donovan McNabb out here. That's what. That's what Tio was saying. He was like, he's got a new job now. He's got. Like, he's in a different field. He's in a different profession now. I guess he's trying to keep his name relevant or make his name relevant again. He's like, I really don't know, but I don't know where it comes from. Look, man. I think I no no men should not practice jealousy on a regular basis like there's some there's there's situations that you see you you jealous you like i wish that i wish that was me or i'm gonna work hard until i'm in that situation but to like let that jealousy show outward that should not happen bro that wasn't and i was about to say it's a female for the eagles for a long time but green is definitely not done that was good that's nasty i like that that's nasty bro it's nasty he look he looks like a sucker and and outside and it, I'll say it like this, bro. Outside of them being famous and everything, again, going back to the Kevin Durant thing, everything they do being sensationalized, mm-hmm. Dominic and I would have been slapped by now talking about that man all this time. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? It's not there's nobody that's going to let somebody, him. there's nobody's going to let somebody just mouth off about them all this time. You know what I'm saying? Like, this would not have happened if they was on the block. You know what I'm saying? It wouldn't. It wouldn't. Mm-hmm. T.O. would have been like, bro, see me. See me. I used to understand the, the skill part of it, saying we didn't need him. Like, yeah, and, and T.O. T.O. plays into it because in the beginning, like T.O.'s being more mature now. But mm-hmm. in the beginning, they was going back and forth. It was, but this has been a long time since that stuff was going on. Donovan, what do you still have against him? Is Donovan not going to the Hall of Fame? I don't think so. Maybe that's what he got against him. 
I don't know. I'm like, I'm like, did T.O. like bag his girl back in the day or something? Like, it, it just doesn't and make even sense. If he did, I think they live by a code that it's like. I think ever since T.O. told everybody that Donald McNabb was throwing up in a huddle, <laughs> they changed everybody's outlook on Donald McNabb. Because before I knew that, I loved Donald. When I seen that, I was like, bruh, you soft. This dude was playing with a broken leg, and you still hating on this well, man. Let, let's ask, the, let's ask the football player. How, how you, you just go out to talk loud if you don't want to call the camera? But how you feel about that? About throwing up in the huddle? No, like about about the whole situation. Like you've been in football culture the deepest out of all of us. You know what I'm saying? You was you was a high ranking football player. Like it take an ego to be as good as you was. It take an ego to be as good as these dudes was. You know what I'm saying? Like. I think Donovan McNabb's ego got hurt. Oh, it for sure did. You saw him balling out, getting all the credit, plus he played well in that Super Bowl. The reason that they were in it in the first place. With two screws and a plate in his foot, by the and way. And he exposed him. He exposed him. Yeah. A good player doesn't want to take have the shine taken away from him. Mm. See and see that's perfect way to say. For that's the record, for the record, Lil Bro was a twenty third in the state his senior year. That's a real baller right there. Go yeah. ahead, Steph. Like. <clears throat> so so he knows that, and that's why I asked him. I, foot, basketball ego is different than football ego. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like as a basketball player, I can tell you, both of those dudes could coexist. You know what I'm saying? Because on a basketball court, Russell Westbrook and James Harden, they both saying, "Yo, I'm nice, bro. Go do your thing. I'm gonna do my thing." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, but football is dependent. Donovan feel like that's my success. I threw you the ball, and T.O. like no matter where you put it. I caught it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, so yeah, now like, we. Bro, who else are you going to throw yeah, it to out here? You know what I mean? Like, come on, come here. You didn't get your Super Bowl throwing to anybody else but me. Right. Like, you have a, who, who you want, who you want, dog? They ain't get you to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Stop playing. It's funny because he had his best season ever with T.O. That's what some haters and that, see, say. You had your best season ever. He left, and you barely sniffed the playoffs after that. Can y'all think come of on. a time when, when you were jealous of another dude or, or another dude was jealous of you and it like. Either your jealousy made you feel aware, you saw somebody else's jealousy, and you was like, "Hmm, that's interesting." Yeah, do tell. Yeah, do mm. tell. Right away, it comes to mind. Mm. This was this was sophomore year in high school. I'm not gonna say his name because he's my man. He's still my man. Oh, I was about to say, mm. I, if I know his name, I might say, it, but it's your man. So I'm yeah, go he's still he's still <laughs> my man. Show me off there. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> he's still he's still my man, but. I dated a girl this is oh, crazy. Yeah. Eighth grade year no, exactly and freshman about. year. Yeah. <laughs> we broke up and then he dated her the next year. And you could you could vouch you was in them gyms. He wouldn't pass me the ball. Oh wow. I thought I thought that was senior year. Oh no no, it was senior it was year. Senior it year. was senior year. Yeah, we broke up right before sophomore year. And he dated her senior year. And he wouldn't pass me the ball. I don't know what was said about me. Me and her, we're still cool to this day. And that was a long time ago. We broke up on some cool shit. I actually just saw her a couple weekends yeah. ago, actually. Like, she doing her thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, we broke up on some cool shit. It's some high school shit. You, you know what I'm saying? You know what it was? You know what it was? And see, I just put it all together. You know you know my memory is immaculate. I just put it all together. So they broke up. Uh-huh. He dated her all eighth grade and in the start of freshman year. A girl that he had a crush on from the minute we moved to Escondido mm-hmm. was at Orange Glen now. We is at, she was already there and then we got to Orange Glen. So Steph is like, yo, I like you, but I've been liking her since I've seen her. So I got to go see what that's like. How long like. was his crush? We moved, we moved to Esco in seventh grade. He didn't get to start dating no girl till 10th grade. 
Sheesh, so that's boy. what I'm saying. Soon as he's consistent, I tell you that much. Soon as he, soon as he got, <laughs> look, we went to middle, <laughs> look, we went to middle school with her. He yeah. couldn't make his shape, right? Uh-huh. I don't want to say that's why he started dating another girl. He yeah. really, yeah. really, it was a real like puppy love. Like he was really in yeah. love with this girl. Uh-huh. Yeah. Bro, but then we got to high school where his first crush, he was back at the same school with his uh-huh. first crush, and he was like, hey, yo, you cool and all, and, but she and over she here. And she was showing your boy some more attention, you know what I'm That's saying? true. I was That's like, true. hold on, she owe your boy, because we true. flirted and shit before that, but then she was really so anyway, showing us a lot. So freshman year, they break up. <laughs> Fast forward to senior year, but you know, foot, like, I'm going to give the whole story, though. Uh-huh. But football season is before basketball yeah. season. She was a cheerleader. Steph didn't play football senior year. Mm-hmm. Me and Jesse did. But after, no, 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 no. That's not even what happened. I didn't play high school football junior year. You and Jesse did, and she was a cheerleader. And you and her, the the girl that he dated in middle mm-hmm. school, the second crush. I love. We, it sounds weird because we're not giving up no names. Mm-hmm. But the second crush was a cheerleader, and he and, and he was a football player now. So he and the second crush started getting chummy again, start cupcaking again, mm-hmm. start hanging out again. And then we go into senior year mm-hmm. where she's starting to date our teammate now who had been friends with Steph since like 10th grade. But this is our senior year oh, now. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Me, me and since 9th grade. 8th grade. When we played against each other. There you go. I didn't know yeah. y'all was that y'all was that yeah. y'all was that cool back then. So yeah, but anyway, so and he they, they started getting cool again, but they never started dating again. Mm-hmm. Like him and the cheerleader, they never started dating again. But then the cheerleader starts getting cool with our best player who like you find out now, him and Steph have been cool since middle school. Mm-hmm. But she's starting to date our best player now. And like it said, he don't know what was said, but now our best player is feeling away because his friend who he thought was his friend, quote unquote got chummy with the girl that he liked now, but he was like, bro, I've been liking her and I didn't even know y'all was like that, mm-hmm. like that. So anyway, he starts dating her, but he feel the way that Steph used to have a thing with her, so now he not passing Steph the ball in practice, oh, not man. passing Steph the Real ball in the talk. game. And Steph is our starting point guard, bro. Real talk to the point that coach was in practice, was like, what's going on? Oh. He was like, nothing. I was like, <laughs> all right, bro. So I pulled him aside and I'm like, bro. I don't know if my breakdown gave any clarity to anybody, but I hope I hope that helped. Yeah, Steph is Mrs. Steal Your Girl. <laughs> no, not not. She has Mrs. not Mrs. been my girl. girl. <laughs> Technically, you stole one of my old girls. That sounds so bad. <laughs> so crush She'll one and crush two. But, <laughs> this is all jokes. This is all that part is jokes. But, but he was yeah. seriously mad. No, he was. He was seriously mad. Yeah, to the point to where like. Guard. To the point to where we had to have a talk. I was like, bro, I don't know what you guys talk about. Mm-hmm. I don't care. But I know we're trying to get wins. Mm-hmm. And for that to happen, I have to have the ball, bro. Like, mm-hmm. you're the shooter. I'm the point guard. I feed you. It don't go the other way around. You passing me the ball all late in the shot clock, mm-hmm. it, it ain't going to help us. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me set you up. And I told him, it's you, bro. I haven't dated her forever. He didn't say a word. Shit just got better after that. He's a real close friend of yours? I'm about to see him this weekend. Oh, I think I know who it is. I think I know who it is. You do. Oh, you do. Yeah, I know who it is you now. You do. What? Hey, look, 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 the Family Rule Podcast and uh-huh. all our pe- like all our friends because we talk so much and about everything so all we got to do is give enough and our our core I don't want to make it like we got a whole bunch of listeners but mm-hmm. our core listeners our core people go know who we talk about that's why the other day when you talked to me on pod it was like yo everybody gonna know who he was talking about who he ran into that target <laughs> I was like hey as long as like the extras don't know yeah. that's all I yeah. care about yeah you know you know what I mean well y'all got y'all got any uh, stories <sighs> 
I got one, but it's it's. I was on some hater shit. I'm not gonna front. I was <laughs> oh, on some hater yeah. stuff. I was hating. Let's hear. Um, so I transferred to Orangeville my junior year, right? Didn't know a lot of dudes. Um, this is one dude lived down the street from me. I'm not gonna say his name, but Hispanic yeah. cat, cool dude, super cool. Um, there was this black girl who he had a crush on, and I did too at the same time. But they had a history like previous before I even moved to the city, like sixth, seventh grade. So I I try to ask her to prom. And she tells me she only dates Mexican dudes. Mm. Oh, bro, I was hurt. I was sick. And I knew I was on some hater shit because every single time I would see her, I was like, why do you like this dude? Uh, <laughs> why? Yeah. I'm the oh, tallest dude on campus. He said, I'm the tallest dude on campus. The door was out here dirty I got big feet, mom. I was hated. door was out here dirty Look, Hey, I learned from it. I'm a better man now from it, but I was on some young Fisher stuff trying to figure out what. I became friends with the dude. I'm like, yo, what is he doing? What's he got, man? What's he like about this ball What really had me hot because there's only like 20 black people in the whole school. So I was like, yo, I'm the only other competition. Like, how are you not going to date me? I'm the only other black dude here. But uh, anyways, I uh, I asked him one day. I was like, yo, like, she really only like Mexican dudes? And she's like, yeah. But after that, I, I couldn't be friends with you no more. <laughs> I couldn't be friends. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go play basketball. I'm going to forget this ever happened. He said that, that I fell in love with Spalding. Yeah, yeah. Sp- Spalding was the best rebound I ever had. <laughs> That didn't save my life, boy. Time, time. I was mad. Hey, I like it. I'm, I'm rapping again. <laughs> the the one time, like like I said, I tried my best to not not be jealous. And, and, and in my opinion, when you feel like you're getting jealous, that's when you're just supposed to go and big the person up on what they just did, mm-hmm. or try to like help build up whatever you're jealous about. I feel like that's that's the best way to get. Or over. just or just take some time to yourself. Just dip out. Just dip out. That too. That too. But I feel like that's even kind of a weak way to deal with it. But however you get through your jealousy is how just you get don't, Just don't hate. Don't just be like don't me. Hate. Don't, get, never, don't get your never, fish wrong. Never ever been... I don't want to say never ever been jealous of a dude who got a girl that I liked, but it, it's never showed. I pro- that That's one thing that's never showed about me. Because that's one thing. It's like if I like her... And then she start liking, especially if it's one of the homies, I'm like, oh, well, I just don't like her no more. That's just what they got going on. But... um. A time that my jealousy like showed hourly and I was like, dang, it's one of them hater moments that I told the homie about. It. I don't know if it was on the podcast, but the homie Jesse, he been on the podcast before. Um, our junior year, I didn't play varsity at all. I only played JV. Steph played varsity. Jesse played JV and varsity. Like some weeks he'd play on the Wednesday, in the Wednesday JV game and then play in the Friday varsity game. Mm-hmm. He played both. And it really paid off for him uh, senior year when he was a full-time varsity player. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, so it's our junior year. He practiced with varsity and then playing the JV game. So he getting the, the dope practice, but then coming down and killing, right? Mm-hmm. And so he went on a stretch where he had like 32, 30, 27, 27, oh, 30, just killing for like two straight weeks, right? And our coach, Coach Pickett, he said to all the guys that only played JV, he's like, y'all letting Jesse come down here and get all y'all minutes and get all y'all points. Mm-hmm. Jesse having back-to-back 30-point games and this, well, that, and third. Yeah, right. I what mean, he's supposed to do. Exactly. Kinda. Exactly. That's what he coming down here for. Exactly. Shit, me and Derek just did it the other night. So he had one of my girls who was on IR all season. Her exactly. first game killed so, it. So he telling the team, y'all letting Jesse get all y'all minutes and all y'all points, right? That's Jesse, too. Jesse having back-to-back. Oh, I ran into Coach Hoffmeister, too. He told me to tell you what's up. Mm-hmm. He got having uh, back-to-back uh, 30-point games, right? And then so I don't know if it's later that day or the next day, but we in the foyer mm-hmm. out in front of the gym talking. And Jesse, Jesse was telling the team, or Jesse was telling all, like, the, all the homies at school, yeah. 
what the coach had just said, he, and Jesse put Jesse putting a dub mm-hmm. on it, right? Jesse yeah, like, yeah, up. Coach Pickett, like, yeah, Jesse <laughs> having thirty and, or Jesse having thirty and forty point mm-hmm. games. I'm like, man, he ain't say you had no damn forty point game. <laughs> I think ain't say nothing about you having forty, you know, bro. Yeah, thirty. He's no. putting gas on it. And I remember he even looked at me like, damn, is that how you feel, my nigga? Like, damn. Let me live. <laughs> and to this day, to this day, whenever I think about that moment, I'd be like, bro, yo, jealousy. You was a real hater in that moment, fam. Like that was so much hate. And that's one of your homies. See, this but that, that's one of the times that, that my, my jealousy one hundred percent got the best. That brings me. I don't even know that's thing. jealousy though. That's just like, yo, no, I was jealous. No, no, no. I was it jealous. came from a jealous. Part. I was jealous it been because true, I started all, all of those games where he was killing like that. I started and probably during that stretch where he was averaging like thirty two points a game, I was maybe averaging like 12. You were still passing him the ball? We was winning. We was winning. I was yeah, the point guard. He was getting buckets. Yeah, I'm going to give him the ball. Right. After the after the coach came in and said, all he said, did you still pass him the rock? <laughs> so brings up another thing. What do y'all do when, when your man is clearly gassing the story? And you know it's not true, but like, let's say like Jess, he in front of people. Uh-huh. Like, do you big it up with him? Do you stay quiet? Like, what do you do? What's the proper protocol? For me, it depends on if he's talking down on me, making me look worse. Because yeah. <laughs> if he's not, then I'm just hollering him after. And, like, and that's why I should have just kept my mouth bro. shut. Because if Jesse would have been like, yeah, Coach Pickett was like, yeah, I'm shitting on these niggas. I'm getting all eight minutes. Mm-hmm. Then what I said probably would have been a little bit more justified. Yeah. Yeah. But Jesse didn't, he didn't put nobody down and yeah. big himself up. He just put, he just put dubs on his story. Mm-hmm. So I should have just let him rock. But what, what was your question? I'm sorry. I was, what like, did you say? What I'll just give an example of what I do. So like I've been in a situation shit, we all been in situations where your man is gassing himself up, okay, gassing yeah. up a story, putting a dub on a story, like it ain't even gotta be about bigging him up. He just bigging up the situation. Like, he getting a soldier boy the party up. last night, <laughs> niggas started fighting, it was every everybody's everywhere. Like everybody wasn't everywhere, bro. He fought in the backyard in the corner of the backyard. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. For out. me, yada yada yada. I it depends it depends on the company we're in. To me. Yeah, it depends on the company we're in, and what you and what you're putting gas on, and how much gas you're putting on. Because mm-hmm. say 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 we like this is back in the day, niggas definitely don't fight no more. But say back in the day, we had a party and we get into a scuffle, a scuffle. With, with somebody else there, right? And say if I watch Derek, one hitter quit, two dudes back to back, boom, boom. They go down, but then he got to rumble with this third dude. And then we telling the story, and Derek's in there like, man, I'm just sitting there dropping niggas. I dropped like four niggas. <laughs> I'm going to let him get that off. Because yeah, 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 yeah. he did drop then, two dudes. Yeah, and then I'm going to let him know when it's just us. I'm like, family, you probably knocked out but like two of them. But check this out. But if he, if he like, if he shoved one dude into the wall, dude hit his head and go down, and then he start rumbling with another dude, and he get, I was in there knocking niggas, I'd be like, you didn't knock nobody out, bro. You know what I'm saying? Live, but where I'm at with it now, where I'm at with it now, in front of people, if it's just us in here, mm-hmm. say it's me and Derek. Me and Derek was the only ones at the party, and y'all wasn't, and Derek is telling the story. Mm-hmm. With us, I'd be like, nigga, you ain't knock out four niggas. Come on now, bro. <laughs> but if it's a whole bunch of randoms in here, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to let him get yeah, his story He knocked off. out four niggas now. I'm going to let him get his story off. <laughs> like, you know Derek got the club talking to some girl about, yo, girl, I'll make like a million dollars, you know what I'm saying? He got the Oh, what, we, we used to do, we we used to do that, too. We used to go out with different I names. Had, I hadn't Whole situation. I had yo, I had too. I had made it that far <laughs> that yet. Protocol. That's something I always think is whack though. Like a different name, we all used to do that. But like, I like but, when we but, went out to Vegas. If you talk if you talk if you talking about yourself that's like this super inflated thing in front of girls, I might not say nothing, but I'm gonna be over here like I'm gonna make sure you see me looking at you like that reminds real, me of. See, see, that's depends, something I think is whack. That's man. something I think is I'll put it like this look, this is a scenario. 
We in Vegas. Let's say the three of us, the four of us is in Vegas. Mm-hmm. When we go to the club, doors in the lead. Yeah, I'm Lou Alday for that. Yeah, you're a publicist. I'm his best friend. Derek Security. I'm Lou Alday for that. These are my people. You know that's what I'm saying? Different. You know what I'm saying? That's we gonna different. We're going to be looking like buddy. We're going to be up in there like That's yeah. different. That's that's him being a whole new nigga. We can <laughs> I'm not going to let you inflate who you really are. <laughs> you ain't going to let me rock. That, like I said, that's different. He, he said, said you're not going to be a whole nother person. Mike, you're but not going to be my publicist. You could be a whole nother person, but you're not going to be an inflated dude. Or you could be no. all day. You not gonna be inflated. Wait, wait, wait! You gonna let me be a whole different person? Yeah. But I can't inflate my. Come on, man! Let me own a jet or something. <laughs> this is my boat. What did what Chris? Uh, what's that? Chris Tucker and then rush out team. You know, this is my boat, baby, right? right? So, I knew something was wrong with my kid. Didn't work the SS Minnow Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all have to let me rock. Hey, to keep it real, and this sounds like so holier than thou. So, oh, aren't you cool? I might not even be a part of that story, fam. That's something I always thought was whack. That's something I always <laughs> we thought not was whack. We're not going to see fam. these women ever again. I don't I care win. about them whatsoever. <laughs> I do not care about I them. I'm with it, bro. We're about to get perks in the spot. We're probably about to get a section. All types of oh, stuff. Like we, already, get, we already in there spending money. They that's like, different. Who are you guys with? Oh, that's we're why I said, in the that's why I said. That's why I said with a girl. To get in a club and to get perks and free table and a bottle yeah. and all that, you're Lou all day. Yeah. But like, when, okay, and I guess if we in the club, we got to keep the facade up. But I'm saying like we just... We walk in the strip and it's like, hey, y'all know that's Lou all dang right there. I'm not. Oh no, 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 no. We're not doing that. No, no. But to get yeah. perks in the club, it's oh, all awesome. so the club dark. Somebody like all of Lou all day six eight. All the different people, all the different celebrities that people say I look like. Like I said, we go, we go to, <laughs> we go to Vegas and niggas think I'm Tory Lanez. I'm Tory Lanez. <laughs> in Vegas, man. I'm Tory Lanez all day, oh, but not to meet a girl yeah. though. Yo, that's why to meet a girl. Somebody at um a kid, a kid at Fallbrook. When we played there, mm-hmm. told me I look like Kendrick Lamar. Wow, mm, that's new. I was like, I that's super new. I was like, I, I've gotten that like one time, but I don't look like Ken. I, I, like I told the girl, I was like, I would look at a picture of Kendrick Lamar. Fam, like, I don't look like Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> like, I can't. I can't tell. What was you the all? race of this person? Kind of matters a little bit. Like, okay. Yeah. I can't tell you how many people I've been uh, told I look like that. I absolutely don't. But you know who I wish I would get told I look like. Huh? Lorenz Tate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lorenz Tate. Who's the, who's the most off person you said you kind of you you've uh, been looking like? Like for me, it, some some lady said I look like Teddy Pendergrass in the grocery store. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow. She said Teddy Pendergrass. I was like, what? <laughs> I think she was trying to get at me or what? Maybe it was the beard. She, she like Teddy. She liked Teddy and she was trying to throw throw a shot. She was she having flashbacks shot. to the eighties and seventies and whatnot. So I'm saying, I got like so, so many. It's hard to say. Be like I, th- 60, I think really, I think really, it's just the that my um. I got that tweener skin, mm-hmm. and so it's like any black dude is gonna be that's got that tweener skin. Kid Cudi, you know, I've always. gotten Kid Cudi, I've gotten Nick Cannon, Currency. I've gotten Will Smith. I don't think I've ever gotten Currency. Currency. I've gotten Tory Lanez. I've gotten so many people that I just don't. No, 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 no. The one that I got that I look, I, I don't look nothing like any uh-huh. of these niggas. But the one that was like so off the wall, um, um, Mike Scott. That's in the NBA. I can see that. Uh, I can see people. I can see Mike like Scott. I can see that. I can see Mike Scott. I don't look like that nigga, bro. You don't, but I can understand. Mike Scott grimy, that's why. It's the beard, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying, the skin tone. For me, I, I, I hate when people just throw any dark skin dude out there. Like, they be like, Wesley Snipes. You, know, you know the one roast that I got that I was like, I don't look like him, but in that movie, I was like, I get it. Um, on Twitter, 
back in the day, uh, Jasmine Morrow, we was talking about her, her not too long ago. What up, Jasmine? Mm -hmm. She sent me a, a, a screenshot of Will Smith from Loiter Squad with the bald head and the beard. And I was like, yo, that was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. Man. Oh, you brought up... Uh, you brought up Lorenz Tate. You said you had some Lorenz Tate appreciation. Yeah, man. God, it was just to be funny. Oh, okay. uh, but now was a. Uh, but now we could appreciate the homie. He's handsome, fam. Lorenz <laughs> <laughs> Tate's a good looking man. But uh, uh, Scotty Beam though is who I really want to appreciate. Mm -hmm. I appreciate her. I don't probably every day on Instagram. Every day. <clears throat> Y'all have to fill me in. Who is Scotty Beam? I, I might have to pull her up. Who's Scotty Beam? I don't think. Queen. I don't think I've ever like a, a trap rapper or something. <laughs> I don't think I've yeah, ever do. seen a picture of Scotty Beam where she didn't look absolutely amazing. I, she used to be a, a radio. She was the one state of the culture, uh, Joe Budden state of the culture show. She was Ooh. the girl on there, not not Remy Ma, but she was the, the other girl. Skin, uh, she was dark skinned There you go, right there. Okay, I know who you're talking about. I didn't know her name Scotty Beam. Her real name, I think, is Diani. Yeah. Yeah. Yeesh. Yeah. Beam me up, Scotty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she looked good, Man. bro. She looked good. That was it, though. I just, you know, that was it. And uh, just for being a queen. Yeah, just for being a queen. Just wanted to appreciate it real quick. She Shout out, Scotty Beam. Shout out, Scotty Beam. But anyway, another. Uh, You'll see how much I appreciate if you follow on this. Oh yeah, I'm gonna definitely follow this. <laughs> from one from one beautiful black girl Man to another. Dirty. From one beautiful black girl to another. Lori Harvey. Uh, so the way she's gangster. So the way she's so so you commended them. Oh, a hundred percent. You don't think you don't think her 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 promiscuity is a problem? No, nah, I actually want more women to do that more often. Really? Yes. Why is that? For me, it's it balances a lot of the stuff men do to women. So kind of like I don't. So think, two wrongs make a right is what you're saying, no, or you don't think it's wrong? I don't think it's wrong at all. Okay. I don't think like look if you're not committed to anybody. You go ahead and have as much fun as you want, Lori Harvey. You know, and this is the thing. Lori Harvey dates prompt people that you would know. She's in that world of people that you would know. She's a pro. And she don't have problems with them. She's having the right discussions. You know what I'm saying? All these like, dudes know each other. And so we we right? know that. That's a fact. We know that, but I'm just saying. No, I, don't, I don't think so. I'm saying think, the three of us know that. She got I'm a saying, team. Like, she but I'm saying. A squad full of. If, if you're. How, how old is she? Laura, she ain't. I'm gonna say mid twenties, mid twenties, maybe. Mid twenties. You, you wouldn't feel away if your if your daughter in her mid twenties twenties was moving like that. Sheesh. Uh, and not 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 that not. And I'm take away the part that they're rich and famous men because at the end of mm -hmm. the day, you're still These are people she likes. You're still exchanging energies. You're Is still giving your you're still giving yourself nah, a little bit to each and every man she to would. each and every man. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, do we know that? I, mean, I don't know, but we haven't seen her with anybody else as of late. So Look, they're not on her Instagram, but she's on theirs. The men she dates. Oh, bruh, she playing these dudes is great. She not posting That's nobody. Fact, but, I'm, but I'm saying, though, answer the question though. Like, if your little mm -hmm. sister, if you knew your little sister was had that many partners in a year, and I'm not judging it. I'm just yeah. saying, is it is it really I mean, something? Yeah, see, I don't. I, I don't care. I don't care about nobody's body count. I don't. I heard I, her name on a couple of Meek songs. Diddy has pictures with her. Um, Future, obviously, and I'm trying to think of who else. I mean, I don't know off the top of my head. It, but because I just I just feel like because because men don't speak about her and they don't post her, I feel like, and because we love her and how pretty she is and how quiet she seems to be. I feel like it's okay and nobody cares, but if it were somebody else doing that, like Amber Rose did the same thing, right? But people judged her. 
right? I wasn't. I mean, Grant Amarose was was twerking online. Yeah, yeah, I was saying. We, and we know Amarose used to be a stripper. Maybe that's like, part of it. Yeah, people attach certain things about you to now your dating preferences and all that. Which sometimes mm-hmm. is fair, most times it's not. But I think Lori Harvey is the realest nigga in the game. She's an MVP. It's not like people don't know who she is. It's not, you know what I'm saying? It's not like Future don't know her past. That's not what I'm talking about. Are you saying, are you okay with that? That was your sister. If I'm, to answer your yeah. question, Mike, I am okay with it. My sister was doing yeah. that. Because she's not out there saying <clears throat> that she is dating Future, but also with somebody else. She's only seen with one person at a time. And for me, that's perfectly fine. I just don't want you being out there, you know, getting yourself in sticky situations and messing with two different dudes at the same time and end up someone getting hurt. I feel you. Other and than that, she do your thing. to mess with multiple people at a time, it's her prerogative. Like, yeah, maybe it wouldn't be ideal coming from a big brother point of view, mm-hmm. but like, it's like, yeah, it's not, it's not optimal coming from a big brother or fatherly view. Yeah, we got to be but fair. at some point, aren't they going to do them regardless of what you think? You just hope they do it in the best way possible. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she seems to be. Yeah, that's a, that's my you know what thing. I mean. Like to Be me, that's, to me, that's all that matters. Like our our mother used to say something to us all the time, and it sticks with me to this day. If you're gonna do something wrong, do it right. She wasn't condoning what we were doing. She didn't know what we was doing. We was leaving the house. Mm-hmm. But she, if you're gonna do it wrong, do it right. Make a which means be smart about. Which it. means there's a right way to do the wrong thing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You don't just you don't just walk into it. You don't just you're not just chopping down every chick regardless of what it looked like. If you're going to talk to this chick, talk to her. And then if the other girl you're talking to in there too, you're going to have to keep it low for a minute. Or go talk to her. Just You know what I'm saying? Like, <clears throat> you, you, you Don't be messy. Yeah. It's pretty much what I take it as. Don't be messy. Like Me personally, I haven't talked to a whole bunch of girls at one point. But mm-hmm. even if I did, I wouldn't be out here messy with it. I wouldn't have... I wouldn't invite... Two girls that I'm hollering at to the same show. <laughs> you know your lineup figured out. <laughs> your, yeah, your lineup straight. Yeah, I, like what picture I got this day? Then I know a couple days later I got this one. Like oh, yeah. I wouldn't have a basketball team where they all got to be together. I'm only putting one. And that's why I respect Lori because one, yeah. her team is set straight. Everybody knows their role on her squad. No, and, that's what I'm, and that's what I'm saying. And they might not even be on the same team. She managing different teams. She don't got them all on the same team. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Lori like, look, look, I was playing for this team. And look, he was playing for, for my team. Mm-hmm. And now I dropped him. And now he's a free agent. I picked him up. You, you know what I'm saying? I got like, a question for you, Steph. <clears throat> yeah, you're married. I understand. But look. <clears throat> no, no, no. We can talk about it. If she asked you to be part of her squad. My wife don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> Mine don't she either. might after this one. But uh, would you let Lori Harvey... No, would you be on Lori Harvey's squad? Would you be on part of any woman's squad? I have a list and my wife knows. No, I'm talking about you would be on someone's other squad knowing that you're not the only one. I don't want nobody else, but if Angela Simmons came in here right now, yes, I would go I would go sign a 10-day contract, be on her <laughs> team, and then I would come back home. You said, Angie, bring me off the bench? All right. I mean... Yeah, and that's why I said I have a list and... My wife knows. Mm-hmm. Like, Angela Simmons <laughs> is on that list. Um, 
Oh, um, uh, he's gonna be a tenth man for Andrew Simmons. I'm not gonna Simmons. lie, man. The more I look <laughs> for at that night, I'm gonna feel like the All Star. Then I'm coming back home. The more yeah, I look at Scotty Beam on IG, the more she moved higher up my list. <laughs> Rihanna's still way up there. Rihanna's still number one on my list. I got a love hate relationship with Rihanna. Scotty Beam got <laughs> climbed higher and higher every time I, I said, used to have a hey, love hate with hey, you. You know who I think is just love. You know who I think is super fine, it's and I never hear nobody talking about Ooh. Tracy Ellis Ross, bro. Oh, I just seen a picture of her today. Stay killing, bro. She stay killing with her. You know weird what I think it is? Looking pretty you self. Know, She's you know so weird looking, but so you know, pretty at the same time. Moving around and stuff. <laughs> she look good, bro. Tracy's good looking, but I, I just love how she does social media. Me too. Mm-hmm. The same, for the same reason I love Tracy Ellis Ross is the reason I hate Will Smith. It's because <laughs> of how they do social media. You think Will Corny? Hell yeah. You don't? Like, come on, dog. Come on, dog. He don't know what he's doing with that no. social media, man. And Somebody got to help him out. Yeah, he's, he's just doing it the dad way. No. And, this is, no, and no, this is the thing with him. There's a lot of with dads Tracy that know Ellis what they're doing with, with that. With Tracy Ellis Ross, there's definitely some promotion going on mm. and all of that stuff. And she's pushing something and it's a brand and it's all of that. It don't feel like it. It feel like Tracy just sitting up and, oh, shit, Kendrick Lamar. Oh, my God, I'm so excited to be. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, It's like she's a regular Instagram user. Will Smith is like. There. Here's and the then, thing, and then I'm gonna drop in right here, and right. then I'm gonna. Will just started ah, social media. Like, <laughs> he just started. Tracy yeah. Ellis Ross been, been on it. Yeah, yeah. Will yeah. you can tell Tracy out. was on Instagram before she was on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or at least, or at least got hip to it before she started boom promoting big on it. Yeah, Tracy Ellis Ross, super dope. Should be protected at all costs. She's one of our queens. One hundred percent. Cool facts. One thousand. She's one of our. Don't queens. she get her own show now? Blackish or something like, like light skinish. Oh. I don't know what it's called now. Like there's a few. There's a few because they had Grownish. Got a couple spinoffs. There's a few. Yeah, there's a few. There's. I think there's at least two now. There's Grownish and at least one more other. Tracy ain't hurting. Man, Queen. Anyway, this. Uh, she's still. She. Uh, we got to address. Oh, you unlocked Not yet. We still got a. She's still a queen. Uh, but she made a mistake. We got to address her too. Gail King. Oh. She. Uh, she. She. She jumped up. She. She made herself look real bad, and he sh- she showed her real colors. With this whole uh, with this Kobe Bryant slander, I know she don't want to call it mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant slander, but that's you don't do that. Slander is a stretch. That's not, it's not slander. That was slander. It, that it's was not slander. slander. All, all, everything she said is documented. The stuff she brought up was untasteful. She shouldn't have brought that stuff up at that time. Not that time, and not in that manner. No, definitely. But, that, not. but that's but not she slander. would okay. Slander's so lying so everybody knows. Everybody name. knows we lost Kobe. That's part of the reason why he's with us every podcast from now on. Um, Lisa Leslie, who who uh, was one of his friends, used to play for the Los Angeles Sparks in the WNBA, was actually the first uh, female to dunk in a professional basketball game, which is pretty dope. But she was uh, personal friends with Kobe. Hall of Fame. And for whatever reason, yes, definitely first ballot. Yeah, she's already in, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not sure what the whole... Because I was going to watch the whole interview when I heard about it, but then I saw how Gail King was acting. I can't really support her right now. Mm -hmm. But um, Lisa Leslie sat down with her. I was saying all I have to say, I don't know what what the purpose of the interview was. But obviously Kobe came up and she was saying, she was asking Lisa Leslie about it and saying, um, she brought up, uh, is it it fair for us to talk about, you know, his his sexual assault case um, with given the time right now or is it a part of his legacy that we need to uh, speak about? And Lisa Leslie was saying pretty much like, I don't know Kobe in that way. Can you get the camera? I don't know Kobe in that way. I, mm-hmm. um, like it's not. He's never been the type that when we're out at the club, he's like, "Oh yeah, Lisa, go get that girl or go get my number." Tell her. he's like, she was like, and she actually said, "I have NBA friends that are like that. Kobe isn't like that. I've never seen that from him." And then Gail King goes, 
Well, you wouldn't see it, Lisa, right? As his friend, you wouldn't see it. When she just said, I've seen it from my other friends. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, she before, she eliminated that. And then you still presented it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I agree that it is, I'm going to just go ahead and give my opinion on this since I'm talking. I agree that it is a part of his legacy and it's something that he did. He has to answer for it. It's a, people are going to speak about it. But I think it's unfair to Kobe, to Kobe, his legacy, and his family to bring it up right now. Yeah, I think it's in bad taste, and it's just not needed. It's not necessary right now. I just don't see the point. And and Gail King and Oprah, who claim to always be on the woman's side, and I never want another woman to have to say me too. And I'm not saying that they're not. Mm-hmm. They are on that side. But if that's really what it's about for you, yeah. hold on, Bear. If that's really what it's about for you, how come there's no mention of the victim? Mm-hmm. If that's really what it's about for you. There's ne- whenever that there's no mention of the victim, so it sounds like you just want to slander this man. On top of the fact that there's all these white men that get accused of the same things, get not just accused, get get taken to court for these same things, but you don't make no documentaries about them. You don't sit down and talk to their friends about them when those men have been proven guilty. Kobe was acquitted. Just saying. Going off what Mike said, I totally agree with him. That was well spoken. But uh, yeah, Gail King, that whole thing was distasteful. Um, the timing is horrendous. Honestly, you couldn't think of a worse timing for this. So for me, it was all planned out. Like the fact that she asked those questions and kept probing after Lisa tried to deflect. It's terrible. Like it's one of the worst things I've seen from Gail. And I, I used to kind of like Gail King's interviews and stuff like that. But from here, what I'm seeing from Kobe, man, I, I got I to gotta bail out from this Gail King situation. Can't support her at all anymore. I mean, shout out our black queens, but as of right now, you know, she's on my band list. See, I'm, I'm on the total opposite side with y'all, even though I agree with some of your points. I, I think that one, Gail King is a known journalist. They have set up questioning that is okay by both parties. So Lisa Leslie was okay with the questions. Yeah. Although I think it may be a little bit ill-timed, I also think that there are people that don't think about Kobe how we do. And to him, and to those people, something happened in that room, and Kobe had a part, and I think that everybody needs to be allowed to have, even in this tough time, Mm -hmm. nobody should be silenced from the Kobe conversation that they want to have. And there's women that, as soon as that went down, they could say what you could say whatever you want to them. Something went down in that room. And that girl ended up uncomfortable or whatever it is. And I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying you might have to look at all the evidence. People mm-hmm. were saying that maybe that maybe that girl had a setup plan. There was a lot of stuff. There's a lot you of cannot different definitively, things. Going on. I'm sorry to cut you off, but that's just not true. You cannot definitively say that went on that what what went on in that room made that girl uncomfortable. No, it, bro, it, this is what I'm saying that people's there's people that have a different outlook on Kobe Bryant than you and I. I understand that. I'm, and going, I think, off, I'm going off what you just said. And I, I said that. And I'm saying that they should be allowed to have their Kobe conversation. I understand. How that. come they're having it right now? That's what I'm saying. The timing is horrendous. Why do you need to have it right now? Why? Because it is part of his legacy. And to not bring it up is, is, is bad journalism. Gail King would be a bad journalist to not bring that up. It is part of his legacy. He was a changed person after that. 
and subsequently acted different moving forward. That was a defining point in his life. I understand that. It like was. The scheduling and Lisa Leslie had it. They probably made that interview probably months before. But that topic should have been changed or should have been talked about or the Kobe thing not brought up at all since it just happened. What if, Lisa Leslie's Kobe Bryant's before. friend, right? Yeah. We can mention what, it, but we don't what, have to what, bring up what the legacy she, at all. Clearly, I mean, the good, this is what the I, bad, the from ugly, what I know, from what I know, journalists at Gail King's level, the line of questioning is talked about and okayed between her people and whoever she's interviewing. I get that Lisa okay. So she okay. Gail should have never brought it up to Lisa in the first Lisa place. Lisa looked like she was okay with them questions of you. Yeah, there's a rundown on, on interviews. She didn't look she, like she, she was like, "Let's get off of this." She changed. She when she was when she was ready she to go. When she was ready to go from it, she said, "We should leave it there." Mm-hmm. She was definitely trying to deflect. She well, was definitely trying to deflect the whole conversation. You're whole situation. If, if to you, Lisa Leslie looked comfortable in that in those line, in those questions, bro. From Mike, she okayed it. She okayed the line of questions. She didn't get on camera and get blindsided. Mm-hmm. That would be in bad taste. If Gail King blindsided Lisa Leslie with that. Okay. So I guess we have to give Lisa a little bit of the blame here for okaying the question. But for me, Gail should have never asked the questions to begin with. Or never even put that on the rundown to begin with. What, do, what do you say to people that want to have a different Kobe conversation than what you want to have? Don't, don't have it right don't now. Don't have that right now. Don't have that that's right it. now. No. Have it two, I, I think, three I months from now. Nah. He hasn't been buried. You haven't had a funeral yet? Yeah, they had a private. They had a private. I had the memorial. I will check this out. You can't have that. You know, I don't even like talking about my loved ones leaving. But check this out. Whenever you check out, no one's saying anything bad about anything you've ever done. They're going to have to, while I'm around, they're going to have to wait. They're not having those conversations around me. It's not going down, fam. And I would hope my people would hold me down the same way. We all make mistakes, but right after I die is when you want to talk about my mistakes? That's, that's not fair. That's when we're talking about your legacy. Gail King didn't pour on. Don't talk about the legacy at all is what I'm saying. You guys Don't are talking about, the, talking about the one right minute, 30 second video, right? Because it was wrong and in bad taste, bro. No, and this is what I'm saying. Gail King came out and blasted her network for chopping that video up like that. She said, "If I, when I saw what you guys saw, I would be mad at me too. But, but I asked Lisa Leslie a bunch of questions. And people are reacting to the one minute I don't, and 30 seconds. I don't think she should have asked anything about that case. We can, dis- we can agree to disagree on that. But I'm talking about the manner in which she... Well, you wouldn't see it, Lisa, would you? You would? Like, what? That's, that's journalism. That's She's just probing. Questions. I get it. She's probing. But what what follow-up questions. My point is, it shouldn't have even been brought up in the first place. The whole legacy about it, it, it should too have been, soon. It shouldn't have been brought up when right before that she said... And I have NBA friends that are like that. Kobe isn't like that, which is saying which is a that is a normal follow up question. Well, you as his friend, would you see that? Because he's he's clearly, or something happened where people are saying he was totally different, but they weren't his friend. That's a regular journalistic follow up question. And again, I'll say you're making the same mistake that Gail made in that situation. Before you have a chance to say you wouldn't see it, she said. I've seen my other friends do it, and I haven't seen it from Kobe. Mike, that's a logical follow-up, though. That is a logical follow-up right, question. I for me, I'm with Mike. If somebody that you've never, if somebody no, that you've not. never seen be Bro. violent, is all of a sudden now violent, you're gonna ask that person, "Well, why haven't you seen them violent?" Or you wouldn't see them violent. You never dealt with them like that. 
What, have you ever made them mad? Look, Those are regular questions. I get it. There's journalist mm. questions you have to ask. But at this point, Gail got to throw the journalism, the business side of it, away for a second and understand it's a sensitive topic. You cannot bring. We all right do now. that in our lives. We you all we all have that. things that we have to do that that we maybe should do in our jobs, but our morals say, I can't do that. Yeah. She could have easily said, Lisa. There's been, there's been, there's been situations in my job where. When, when I worked with kids where I need to see a certain amount before I can report it. But because I've been doing my job long enough, I see things and I'm like, every time I've seen that, every time I see A, it leads to B. So I should jump in right now, right? Your, mor- your morals take over in certain situations. And I just feel like as a, bl- as a black woman, I feel like her morals should have jumped in and be like, I'm not going to pile well, on to that part of this guys, black man's life. Are, That's just how I feel. I- and, and, and me, not, not, me, not even just bl- not even just black, bro. Just morally, the man just lost just his human. life. Yeah, his wife human. is still. His wife is clearly, obviously, his whole family still <laughs> mourning. And then we're gonna bring this back up for her to have to relive all that. That's not fair, bro. That's yeah, bad taste. That's look, terrible. We're talking about legacy. We're talking about how he's gonna be remembered. And that right there directly impacts how he's gonna be remembered. That fact that you're bringing that up right now. If you want to talk about some that, people they're not gonna remember Kobe how you do. And I think that you guys, you guys are telling all those people, shut the fuck up. No, 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 no. Shut your mouth. For right you now, don't yeah. feel like Kobe. For right I feel now, like Kobe. Don't say that. For right that's now, yeah. wrong. The respect of the that's family. wrong. For, no, no, it's, it's that's not wrong. wrong. It's not wrong. You can't tell, bro. It's this is a wrong. public part of his life. She is not talking about nothing. That don't anybody that knows Kobe, they know about this. I understand that you guys, I think it's a little bit out of place. But to tell people that they can't talk about it right now, you can't shush nobody because you don't like what they're saying. She I didn't mean, do it. She didn't do it in a disrespectful manner. She didn't for, She didn't say that Kobe was guilty. She, she wasn't, implied it. She, no, she did not. That disrespectful she part asked, is the perception because I think he, she got a little bit disrespectful. You might not agree, but the fact that they actually and I'm saying, got there. I'm saying that the fact that we can, that we can have the question, mm-hmm. is it or is it not? She is doing it in a journalistic vein. No, and that's it, what sound like, it sounded like she had an opinion about Kobe, bro. Look, you can, I you think can, that's how you're taking it because of how you feel about Kobe. Because people have different feelings about Kobe Bryant. Because there's people, there's people that are sitting there watching Gail and being like, those are the questions that I want his friends asked. I, I feel like... I and this that could is be, a this, good journalist. This could maybe ask be, those questions two, three months later. This could maybe be, me, to, this could maybe right be me tooting my own horn, and horn or sounding like I'm bragging, but I feel like in most conversations... Like, where there's a debate, I feel like I'm one of the most objective people you can find in most conversations, whether I like the person or not. Mm-hmm. So this isn't just the fact that I like Kobe. Like, you, I mean, I mean, I've had other favorite players. Like, Kobe hasn't been, my like, my favorite player for 20 years. I like T-Mac but more. Those I like people haven't more. died tragically either. And what that's I'm, what I'm saying. What I'm, what it I, all what plays I'm, into. What and I'm that's saying, the whole point and, of the journalism. Exactly. Throw exactly. the journalism would be human for a little bit. Gamer. And also, be human for a also bit. If she, bro, she, she didn't disrespect she, nobody. To me, to me, you guys see the whole thing? She disrespected Vanessa. To me, it didn't sound like she was just being an object. Like the the well, and it didn't make it to court because the 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 the, the, the witness didn't want to. She seemed those a little biased. Details. I those are the details. The of manner it. in which she presented those details, Steph. Mike, that is, she didn't Mike, sound she has to, to. She has to be. She didn't. She's sound talking to Kobe Bryant's friend. This is all journalism. She's talking to Kobe Bryant's friend. If you had to guess, what side of the line is Kobe Bryant's friend on? On Kobe's side. Of course. So now she has to toe the line as a journalist that has to try to stay as objective as possible. She has feelings about this. Of course she does. And we don't know what side those are on. But she has to try to toe that line. So now, when, so now when she says, now when she says, I've never seen Kobe Bryant like that. If I'm towing the line, my next question is, well, when would you see him like that? 
Did you know Kobe intimately? You know what I'm saying? That's the next line of questioning. My point is, it, it should have never got there to begin with. It didn't say, agree. It should have never, the, the interview actually, if you ask me, the interview shouldn't have happened. Push it back a few months. This dude just tragically died. His family is still mourning. I understand Lisa Leslie already had this scheduled on here. But I guarantee you, you're in a big enough network where you guys can switch that up. Where we can still get the same content. People are still going to listen because you're Gail Let's, King and it's Lisa Leslie. Let's and I'd love, to, to, I'd love to hear if Lisa Leslie knew those questions. She had to have I'd known. love to. Yes, I, yes, she had I think she maybe yes. knew that Kobe questions were coming. I, no, I, it's, it's Gail King, bro. Look, she knew that was going to talk about his legacy, John, good yeah, or bad. But maybe yeah. the follow-up questions weren't brought yeah, up. It's... But, there's just certain things that go along with that level of journal- journalists that operate on Gail King's level one. She pick and choose what she want to yeah. talk to. She ain't out here just trying to get interviews. I'm reading Gail more. King don't got those. I'm problems. not. I'm not also responding. I'm not also that. responding to the questions. I'm responding to her tone when she asked the questions, mm-hmm. the manner in which she asked the questions. It didn't. It but that's it just all. That's it just all journalism to me. That's how I took it. We, look. I, I agree with you. It is journalism. It should be asked and I'm because the you have to find out. Ever, you got to find out the good, bro. the bad, whatever. But. For for the family's sake, push it back a little bit, man. Bro, push it back. I'm a Charlemagne fan. When a lot of people to this day aren't Charlemagne fans, Mm -hmm. I've seen him ask the most uncomfortable uh, questions to the to the biggest names in the business, Mm -hmm. and he sounded objective. It didn't sound like it didn't sound like he had a dog in the fight. Charlemagne don't operate on Gil King level. I'm not not arguing that. I'm not arguing that. I'm talking about we can both. Get we can we can we can both dig into something and it can sound objective. It in my opinion, you can say it did. In my opinion, and most people didn't think it did. That's why they felt the way. And it most say, people saw a minute and thirty. Cool. It didn't sound objective to me. She should have known that was it did. It did. No, and that's what I'm saying. How it got chopped up. Gail King came out after and blasted her network for doing that. It didn't sound blasted them for the fake. I, I, yes, bro. Y'all, you, look, look, listen, listen, listen. This, this is the reason like why I think it's fake. This is the reason why I think it's fake. You seen Gail King blast her network? I guarantee you, Gail King. Well, she said she's knew gonna have a conversation with them. She and things are gonna change. Did you think that they didn't include her in any of the clips that they put up? They didn't ask her like, Gail, what do you think about this clip we're about to post? Oh no, no, no. You think she just blindly? No, I think most people have a team. She has so much power, bro. And then they chop that up and do no way. She dictates everything that's seen about her online. This ABC or wherever she's CBS is not definitely going to be like Gail King. She leaves the building. Oh, nah. we got to put this up. She knew. She knew that she, when she asked those questions. She might, they, she it's might 2020, say, bro. We don't But how bro. they're going to chop it up and how they're going to put on. it on social media? No, Gail King's not sitting. Bro, Fan. she got shit to do. Fan. She's I'm not a regular. I'm a regular video. person, bro. I understand how interviews work. Nobody listens to a full interview, especially when you say something controversial like that. You're going to listen to that clip. Gail King knew that as soon as she said that. As soon as they edited. I guarantee she was a part of that edit team where they pushed that out. There's no why, way she's why? Gail King. Why? I'm, not, I'm not gonna argue she things. That, I'm not gonna argue out. things that we can't prove. But bro, because it's a clickbait. She's doing it to get more. So now clickbait. she's doing more clickbait. Yeah, she's so a now journalist. She's coming she, out, so now she's she coming out, bread. blasting the people she works for as as clickbait. Yes, bro. I totally. I wouldn't put it past journalism, bro. I wouldn't put it past it. Gail King understood well, before we the interview got, happened. We got journalists that we fucked up because mad people out here. 
or assume to be journalists, everybody with a Twitter handle and all of that shit, Bro, and people that just follow people that. around. No, yeah. and this is no, and this is what I'm saying. I'm talking it's, to Doris Point. Okay, Gail King does not operate how other people do. How do we know she that? She does her job, and then she walks with because journalists. You don't. She's ask, not a regular journalist. Questions to Stuart Scott. Yeah. You think when Stuart He's Scott was like, out here doing his thing for ESPN, you think he was sitting around fam. for the whole edit process? Fam. Of course He's not. not. That's not my point. That's not my point. The whole edit process. No, not the whole thing. But they know what's being put up before it gets. Put, no, bro, I no, guarantee you, Gail King. Stephen A. has come out. Stephen A. has come out and said that he don't know what them Clippers' first take is gonna look like. And I guarantee, I don't believe that. I do not believe that Stephen A. has no idea what's gonna get put up. He has no idea. No, you have too much power for you to be like, oh, I came in there blindly. No way. No way. No, I didn't come in there blindly. I said everything I had to say. How y'all chop it up and put it out on social media? That ain't for me. I'm the talent. And that, what, I'm the talent. And my, I do the job. Y'all do the background. And here's the thing. What I'm saying is, look, when she drew up those questions and understanding how people dissect interviews and take in interviews, we're going to listen to that big, fiery two minutes or whatever you say. And after that two minutes or whatever she said, she should have known that but this is going to be the most listened to part of the interview. Know, bro. That's, Come on, no, bro. bro. Steph, Steph. You're Gail King. You say something about Kobe after he passes. Do you think that it's not going to clip that and show that over and over no, again? Yes. That's the most important no, part of the interview. what I'm saying. How things are put out. She knew. And how, I, I don't believe it. That's where we go for, bro. She got and too much that, power. And this bro. is what I'm saying, bro. When when Stephen A, who don't got the power that Gil King has. Okay, I might agree with you when with Stephen that one. A, When Stephen A's on his radio show, mm -hmm. talking about first take and a clip that came out, and he said... I don't know how them clips come out. I know that they're going to take parts of the show and they're going to put it on this border with my face in it and his feet. And first take is going to be across the up top and Stephen A's name is going to be across the bottom. But the part of the video that they pick mm -hmm. is not his choosing. He is not involved in that. I get it. Stephen A is a different case, but we're talking about Gail King. And that's what, that's what I'm saying, bro. That's what I'm saying. You think if Stephen A is not sitting around for the edit process, you mm -hmm. think Gail King is? Now, that's not what I'm saying. They're not sitting around for the whole thing. Bro. They leave and they get a phone call or a text message uh, saying, this is the clip we're going to put up. No, nah, I, I agree this with that. This is the clip we're going to put up. Because I, she, I, I, we can't act like she I, I, don't, I don't think they know either because I've heard like Andrew Schultz and Charlemagne have had that conversation. Andrew Schultz would be like, what? Like, you posted that? Like, you really believe all that stuff Dr. Umar said? He was like, no. It's the clip that, that the Breakfast Club page sent me to post and I posted it. I'm just doing my job. What do you want from me? We're talking about I get it. I get But, bro. What, I, what I'm saying is, and, and I'll take one of Joe Budden's points. He was like, bro, that's love and hip-hop one-on-one. They can't edit what you don't give them. That's one. And then number two, bro, she just wasn't, she just wasn't objective. It wasn't, there weren't, they weren't just simple questions. Like she, it they seemed, don't have to be that's my point. Questions. You knew that you, you said something that's fiery and that's going to catch a lot of ears. I'm sorry, I, you I, I, I threw that. that in because I lost my yes. second point. My second point was actually that, damn, I just lost it again. That's terrible. Well, damn. back to my point. Knowing that wow. Gail King, she knew that that thing she said about Kobe could be turned all the way up. Twitter, Instagram, whatever. It's gonna get it's gonna get leaked. And even if it's a clip she didn't know about, she knew she said those words. She knew she said those words. And it, it, that, I don't I, I don't need a whole bunch more I don't need a whole bunch more context for that. I don't. You knew what you got yourself into, basically. You, like what what more what more context needs to be added? Yeah, it's it's one. Give them the whole video. She's you, asking a different question about Kobe. Look, That's I the context. She has the right to that ask any question. And how you feel 
about it is how you feel because there's other I'm people talking that about, feel I'm talking about what Gail said yeah, in her I, response. The, She's you, like, my network took a minute and 30 seconds out of this whole long interview that we had and blah, 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 blah. I'm sure you did say some great things in the interview. You're one of the best look, in the business. Let me ask you a question. But that part, what more context do I need to hear about you say, oh, well, it, you wouldn't see it, Lisa. Oh, no, well, it didn't make it a trial because not, the, the, it's it's the not, first clip is the words. It's not the words. It's everything that runs up into it. How I asked the beginning questions. How I, how I brought in in the topic of Kobe, all of that stuff, she all brought, of that stuff is relevant. She could have brought Kobe's name up. She could have brought Kobe's name up in the most loving and most respectful and most homage way possible. To bring that stuff up right now is inappropriate, and we've Thank been here you. for a long time. So Thank we should you. talk about something else for our listeners to find something else to listen to. Unlock <laughs> that for me, like bro. Like it, it just was, bro. It just was. I don't, I don't, I don't need a whole bunch of more context. Yeah, I definitely can't believe that she uh, didn't know. No. Like, it's not the first clip uh, that's been edited that way for Gail Clink. Come on. This is the, the last thing clip. I'll say about it. Mm. I've heard a lot, a lot, at least four different journalists come out and say, Gail King was doing journalism. I know we have a skewed view of how journalism works today, but Gail King's doing journalism. We get that. She, she had questions that Lisa Leslie approved. She asked the questions and then she followed up. That is journalism one-on-one. It's a bad time to be to be to do that type of journalism right and, now. That's all I'm saying. And that and that's where the point that comes up is that's well, situa- situation situations change things. There's a situations change things, bro. Every, every like like bro, everybody 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 at a everybody at a basketball game walks to go get a snack. Everybody walks to go get nachos. Everybody stands up and claps. But when 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 they're doing the national anthem, everybody's standing up and then takes the hat off. So if I go and walk to the snack bar while the national anthem is happening, you'd be like, bro, I'm just being a fan going to get a snack. Yeah, but it's a bad that's, time that's, for that. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. It's, it's not, a bad it's time not. for no, that. No, it's not. No, it's All not. Right. We All stop right. at the... What, what in part of that do you stop and you pay homage to? Hit and me. part of that interview, what part were they supposed to stop and freeze everything it's that not, they're doing? And nobody's supposed to move. Nobody's supposed to talk. That's totally different. That's it's not, not the same. Say. It's this, not the same. This is what I'll say to that. And people follow up questions all the time. You don't like it. That is your feeling. And that's why that I said it should have never been brought King, up. That's, that's why I said it should have never been brought up. There is ne- there's never a time in an interview King where everybody wrong. sits down and pays homage. But guess what? The the example in this one is paying homage, paying homage to the flag and the, all that BS that they say that that is, that moment is for, for this situation is Kobe's life. So yeah, right now, while we're still mourning and paying homage to his life, that's the anthem right now. So don't go and walk and get your nachos right now. Okay, let me. I'll change this. Kobe's life is the anthem. You asking those questions is going to get the nachos is, right now. We're paying homage. Wait don't go and get your nachos over. right now. Wait till, wait till the, the song is over. over. Exactly. That's the it's exact totally same thing. It's no, not, it's not. It's not. Let no, me ask not. you it this way. Let me ask you it this way. Somebody takes a loved one from you. Do you want anybody talking about all the good they did? I don't want them talking at all right now. Stop playing with me. Because if they're trashing them, you're not going to have a problem with it. No, 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 you're no. Not gonna, you're not going to have a problem with it. I don't want to do it. Again, you're not a Somebody takes a loved one from you, uh-huh. whether it's a car accident, whatever it is, intentional or unintentional. Do you want people talking about all the good they did when, when you're hurting, when you feel like somebody was taken too early from you? Do you want somebody talking about the good that they did? Not, or, do, not, not or, do, or do you not want to hear that? Not because different. you took somebody from me, bro. If it was accidental... Okay, let's say it was intentional. Do I want to hear because about Because that's the flip. Not that's the soon. flip right now. That's the flip of what you're saying for Kobe. Uh-huh. Kobe's gone. You're hurting. I don't want to hear about none of the bad. 
So do you want to hear about any of the good when somebody's taking somebody from you? I'll say what I think. I don't think I want to hear any of it. Good, bad, whatever it is. It's too soon. If you I don't talk to that, man, you want to talk to No, I wouldn't. And we have a problem I with all that. We have a... We, I, we, I do, and most people have a problem with all that. When one of these white mass shooters happens, it's a pretty picture of it's his high school picture, and they talk about all the good things that he no, did. I'm no, asking, I don't want to hear all. That. No, to answer your question, no, I don't want to hear all that good. If you no, intentionally took someone from me, no, I don't. No, and that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Where, where the person, where there's, where there's other people that are going to be like, well, he was a great person outside of that. They're going to have a different perspective on that. They're going to have a reason why he did that. They're going to have a reason why this came about, why that incident even happened. They're going to have the person that they know up until that point, and they're going to have that story. And Gail King's job is to get the full encompassing story of this polarizing person, <clears throat> even in this tough time. And I 100% agree with you outside of the tough time part. We know times are tough for Kobe's family right now. So, Gail, you want to talk whatever you want to say, I don't care. Say it two months from now, a month from now. I don't care. He just passed recently. Then to me, it sounds like that you got to beef with Lisa Leslie even doing this shit. I do. She has to take a little bit of responsibility. You said that from the beginning? She has to take a little bit of responsibility. Would you, would you, would you have done that no if way. you were a journalist? No. Would you have asked well, those I, questions? Yeah. I'm not even asking, I'm not having the interview. That's the job. To be I'm, negligent of that, then I'm not doing the interview if I can't do if I can't ask those questions. So don't questions. do the interview. No, but so that's what I'm saying. That's Wait. If they told me I'm not gonna talk about this, I wouldn't knock them for it. I would respect it, but we can't sit down and have a full Kobe conversation without talking about that. And you can't. I, I agree you with can't that. do it. Then for I me, if I'm a journalist, then I'm not up. doing the interview because I'm not gonna talk about this man in that manner after he just after and he that's just That's a difference us. of business. That's not a thing of Gail King Mike, coming after Kobe. You have that's to ask those I'm questions. Saying. But that's for what me, I'm saying. For me, that's a difference of how you're gonna do morals. business. Morals. Look, you morals. have to. No, ask Gail King morals. don't got no morals. No, no, no. I'm not saying she, she doesn't have morals. I'm not saying she doesn't have morals. She was heating R. Kelly's ass up. I'm not saying she doesn't have morals. And nobody said, "Come on, fam, he on trial, bro." Let it play out. No, 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 no. That's too, totally different, to bro. That. That's totally that's different. Point. That's totally different. What I'm saying wait, is... Wait, 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 wait. Tell me how it's different. Because this who, man who, just who passed. Who's celebrating R. Kelly? He just he's, passed. He's in the news for it, terrible things. Wait, no, no, no. It's, it's, I didn't say nobody, anybody celebrating Kobe. It's not about the celebration. I didn't say anybody celebrating Kobe. That's, I mean, uh, R. Kelly. That's irrelevant. I'm saying there's people that are going to have a different perspective on that person. And while he's going through a trial, something tough... Here's the difference. Let bro. it play out. Here's You're the difference. Here's, Why are you following Here's up the with difference. That? Here's the difference, Steph. You can One family's about... mourning because his, their father just passed. The other family's trying to figure out if he's gonna go to jail or not. That's we a can, complete. We difference. can ask That's about. Huge. We can ask about those actions. We can ask about those actions. We can ask about those actions because you're on trial for those actions. Mike, but what the trial hasn't played out. Why are you talking about the court case that I'm on trial for right now? Look. You because that's be. what's in the news. No, because Steph. I'm not gonna answer those straight up. Because I'm on trial for it right now. That's distasteful, like, bro. That's bro, you would answer you would answer questions in an interview that you're gonna answer in courtroom. No, you wouldn't. No, you your, your 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 support team would not allow Would that. tell you to not do that. That's the only thing I'm talking about. Bro. You guys are so centric, so so centric on. One side's feelings. No. There's people that feel the other way. And I get that. I agree with you, Steph. And for them, you and deserve to feel however you want to feel. This is what I'm saying. And for them, it's not bad timing. And a journalist has to toe the line between both. And that's why I think because she's messing to, up. To just ask questions on one side or to just keep it light on Kobe to, to the other side Look. is pandering. 
And if she goes all the way negative on Kobe to the other side, it's pandering. We know what she has to toe that line. We could we could leave this topic, bro. I get it. Like, I, I'm gonna I say one it. more thing. Y'all, y'all think y'all think the timing is bad, and I could rock with y'all mildly on that. Step. But a journalist has to do the tough part. Here's my last point. Here's my last point, bro. That's what journalism here's my, here, is. Here's my last point. This the Kobe situation. You want to hear about the bad, the good, whatever about his legacy? It'll still be there two months from now. It'll still be there three months from now. If Gail King does that interview, people are gonna listen no matter what, no matter when it was. She can ask all those tough questions, whatever she wants to ask. But respect the family for now is what I'm saying. For now, just wait. You can ask whatever you want. People deserve to know. People deserve to know. But wait. I I mean I just think differently, man. I just think differently. I get like, it. Journalism's a dirty like, game. Like exactly. It's a and dirty what if game. somebody else gets the Lisa Leslie because I didn't do it now? And all of that plays into it. And that's and where morals can, comes yeah, in. That's like, say, you know what? I'll and, take that L to get it. And that's what I'm saying. And that's what I'm saying. And it is it's to ignore but you would always have to do that. You would always have to be last. Because there's always somebody that doesn't want to hear what you're saying. There's always two sides. There's always there two is. sides. There is. There and is. And I think bro. I don't think that Gail King was too far on one side or another. I think that she has thoughts about Kobe. Do I know where those are? Not from what she said. <laughs> I do. And that's how yeah. much of it did you see? If you do or and do that, not, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's not how much of it. What, 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 what thoughts do you think she has about Kobe? I'm curious now. What thoughts do you think she has? Like about? I just said, I don't know where she's at. But she could. She's a person. I'm, she I'm has asking thoughts. you. You said you think she has thoughts about Kobe. What thoughts about Kobe do you think she has? From what she gave me, I don't know. That's my point. That's my. So point. you think she's been indifferent? So then, why did you just say you think she? And we, we all have thoughts about Kobe. Because and this, I said it to say she clearly has thoughts. But to me, what do you I think those thoughts are? Is what I'm asking, Steph. Mike, she didn't give me to me. She didn't give me anything to where I can. I I don't know. Oh. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, we might just leave this topic alone, man, because journalism is dirty, and Gail got to decide morals or get that big, go get that check. Because right now, she always got the check because she got the, the most quick Gail interview. Gail's not hurting for money, bro. She's not doing it just to be... Then push the interview back. Why are we going to do but now? Then, but then She's I doing it to be first. And then... Isn't that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. And but being that, first comes down to getting more money, more views. And I think yeah, it comes but down. but I'm saying Gail King's not rushing out to be first. For the money, like guilt, guilt. Whatever her reasoning is, I don't think she should have rushed this. Agreed. This, one. this is where this one right here is and not then, like the regular R. Kelly. And I, and I know one. you this guys one. are gonna kill anybody within this timing. Like if they're first, mm-hmm. if it's too early for y'all, you're gonna say the same thing. I get it, but in Gail King's world, somebody else is gonna do it. And now I can't wait too much. It's been done. It's been done. It's a dirty world, man. That journalism world dirty for me. I can't. And that's, and that's why, why I said. There's people that would have done that way worse. My, than my, my morals would have been like somebody else could have that interview because mm-hmm. I'm not talking about yeah. that right now while his whole family's yeah, doing. I'm good. And that's why I kept saying morals, morals, morals. I'm. A, I'm. A, that's. A matter of fact, that might be the topic of this podcast. How and, much? And how I'm, much? I'm consistent. How many times on this podcast have I said that? Sometimes your morals jump in the way of things. Sometimes your how morals. How much is that? Did y'all see? I only saw the Kobe clip. The, the two I, minutes. Because I watched the whole thing, and that's what I'm saying. My feelings are different because I've seen the whole thing. Look, I don't feel like Gail King was pressing her with no view. She asked a question. She has to follow up. So you she sh- has to tell the. She has to She was completely unbiased in your eyes. Yeah. All right. Then. Journalists have to ask questions that people want to hear. 
And sometimes there's a way to do it. There's a way to do it. And Gail King asked the follow-up question of, well, you wouldn't have seen that. And she asked a question, I, she posed the question, I'm being biased and she right now. left it there. I'm being biased it right now. I don't like the way her tone of with the way exactly. she said it. Exactly. It didn't sound like just follow up it didn't sound like just it's felt it sounded like and her tone made it sound like she felt a way it made it sound like well he is like that lisa but you wouldn't see it because you don't know him that no that's how it sounded i took it as well other people would say differently she didn't say that though but i'm saying her tone she asked a question and her tone is that wasn't a question this is based on perception she said well you wouldn't see would you it seemed to me that it was a question where she was telling Lisa that, oh, you would never know because Kobe is always like that, but not to you. So you would never see it. He does it to everybody else but you. That's what it felt like to me. She asked a question, well, you're his friend. Would did you she say, it? I, I want to hear it now. Can you pull it up? My phone is live. Because did, did she say, would you, or did she say, well, you wouldn't see it? She said, she, you wouldn't see it, Lisa, would you? I want to hear it now. <sighs> man, Gail. Oh, man. I'm Yo, they made Snoop Dogg apologize for this. He <laughs> walked it back. Yeah. I mean, look, no, no. I, the I Snoop thing was kind of disrespectful for me. I, I, don't th- I think. I think that that's a bigger. I think that that's a bigger talking point than anything that Gail King said. Snoop got a little how, disrespectful. How, like how he got way disrespectful. How, yeah. how Snoop jumped out the window. Yeah, he got and out the window. And how though. Gail King, she has some supporters like you don't understand Snoop. We got our army. It just started something ugly. Which brings up the conversation of how do we deal with our own, even in a tough situation. Mm. Snoop, there's a way to deal with Gail King and it still be fair, bro. Like, you ain't, you ain't got to call her out her name. You ain't got to do all. You could have made all them points. I thought what Snoop said, like, yo, there's people closer to your industry. Harvey Weinstein and people like that, that you're not asking these questions about, which is valid. Mm-hmm. But when you jump, when you jump out the window and you start calling people, it takes away from what what your bigger point is. It's hard to and, pay attention to the rest of stuff. And it so paints us in a certain way. Like for me, when I when I think about what Snoop said, I don't even remember half the stuff he said. I just remember him insulting Gail King, and that's what it comes down to. People aren't gonna. We don't, we're not gonna talk about Harvey. We're gonna talk about him calling Gail the B word or whatever he end up saying to her. And dog face yeah. ass bitch or whatever. That's whack. That's like, whack, yeah. Snoop. You, you can, you could tear her down however you want to, but bro, the insults are gonna get in the way of your whole message, and the message is lost now. I have no idea what Snoop Dogg was talking about anymore. Yeah, and I and I, I mean, obviously, I offended you, and I didn't mean to do that. Sorry, we had to take a break. It got real heated in here. I didn't mean to offend you like that, but this whole Gail King thing has brought us to a new conversation about morals. And I was saying off the camera, that's just how morals work. We all, we all live by a certain set of morals, and when someone operates or does something outside of those morals, we feel a way about it. My example was, if, if I see a dude, if I see a girl that the homies like, and he's getting intimate with her, or not even getting intimate, me, if I see that, if he's expressed or shown that he likes her, whether no matter how pretty I think she is or how dope I think she is, you said you like her, so I'm not touching that. That's how, that's how my morals work. If someone operates outside of that, do I think they're an all-around bad person? No. But do I feel a way about them operating outside of that? Yeah. They don't have to be your morals. Those and are I, my morals, but that's use, just how I I'm feel about use it. Your, and I'm going to use your scenario. Okay. The homie is with a girl. You're never going to touch her. That's your morals. But can you see a situation where 
there might be a way he was dealing with her and then maybe somebody else in his circle would talk to her or would date her or whatever. You can't you can't see. You can't even see or understand a situation where that could be a possibility. No, but that's how my morals work. Yeah, that's and, I, and, I, and, that's, and, that's, and maybe, you know, maybe that's, that's my fault saying. because and I thought everybody's morals operated that. And, that's, and that's what I'm saying yeah. about and that's what I'm saying about morals. They they change on degree. And I don't mean that you're right or wrong. Maybe I'm different because mine don't. And that's what and this one's I'll use your scenario. So let's say your homeboy's fucking a chick. He just fucking her, he don't care about her. You wouldn't mess with her. But could you see him talking to one of his other friends and him being like, yo, that was just a fuck, bro. If you like her, you could date her. Could I see my friend saying that to the homies? Could you see that scenario playing out? And it'd be okay with both of them that he's messing with her. Even though your morals wouldn't let you do that. Well, the situation changes if he says, go ahead. But, that, but that's what I'm saying. Your morals, you don't need the conversation. You don't need to ask the question. You don't got no, you may or may not have a history with her. She's just off limits to you. And my what I, and what I, my response to that would be without the conversation, it no, no, and and that's and that's Anybody what I said, going? and that's why I said your morals don't need the conversation, but somebody else's morals you could say it's right or wrong, but that there is a scenario where other people's morals and it'll be okay, they won't be wrong, it will just be different. So you're saying there's degrees. To, to that morality. What you're trying to there's, say. There's certain things like murder. Yeah. You shouldn't be out here murdering people. Your morals should never take you to murder. But if somebody breaks in your house, there's a degree. Now, he's an intruder. So you're, you're still, I'm not a murderer. Okay, but I might have to murder. There's degrees. That's true. My response to that, I guess, would be and it's like, oh, nigga, you got a response to everything. No, my the degree changes. My <laughs> response to that would be, like, <laughs> when morals overlap, and I guess what moral is more important, because if you're breaking in my house, you're threatening my family, and I'm protecting my family at all costs. So, no, I'm not a murderer, but if you're threatening mine, then you got to die. So, yeah, I guess that is when, when the degree well, look, I won't make, I won't make it so extreme. Okay. You're, you're out here, and, like, I'll, I'll put my morality out there, because you sharing. I'll put my morality out there. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to beat nobody to a pulp. But you step out in front of me and I don't know what you got on you and I'll hit you. I'm going to hit you till you're not moving no more, bro. And you might die. I ain't no murderer. But motherfucker, I got to do what I got to do. There's degrees. I don't know nothing about you. You ain't broken my house. Me and you arguing out here. But if I think it's going to get physical, I'm hitting first and I'm hitting last. Yeah, this little I'm hitting, I'm hitting till, ain't no, till ain't no more hitting going on. You know what I'm saying? It's like there's degrees, and okay, I'm so not let's let's take let's take it off of, let's take it off of hurting people then because if you got to protect yourself or your loved ones, obviously things change. How about this? I got I got one. Okay. Let's say a family member is sick, mm -hmm. a really important That's family so cool. member, and you have no money, mm -hmm. but the, you know the medicine is at the pharmacy, and you know you have a way of stealing it. Are you stealing that medicine? Yeah. Does it go against one of your morals? Because you obviously I, I know you for a long time. Stealing yes. is terrible. But that's what I'm saying. It's no black and white. It's, it's a, I want to stop what Steph said. It's a degree when it comes to that moral stuff. It's little black and white when it comes to morals. I agree. In my 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 job, I don't think Gail King is gonna get reprimanded at work mm. or lose her job. No, she said she's going after her job for how they chopped her up and made her look crazy. Agree. But I'm saying bef before the interview even happens, I would argue that I don't think Gail King is gonna get reprimanded or get in trouble for not getting that Lisa Leslie interview. I don't. And if she feels like she can only do that interview with asking those questions, and that's why I said for me, 
I'm just not doing the interview. And I don't think that she's going to her she's going to take a step down as the best interviewer, the best journalist. I don't think she's going to get reprimanded by CBS. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's going to lose followers online if she cares about that. I don't think she's going to get any less clicks online if she cares about that. I don't think any, she's Gail King. Yeah, I don't we're, think we're any of those, gay, I don't think King any either. of those things are going to happen if she doesn't get the Lisa Leslie interview. I just don't. I don't I don't think it has to be predicated on that, but so so, so that's what I'm saying. So what, what why is why is it so important for you to get the interview? And to ask those questions in the interview. Because somebody will get it before her. And it matters to her. And for me, I don't care that much about being first if that is on the line. Or if that's the bridge I got to cross to get to, to be first. Gil, I'm not crossing that bridge. Yeah, Mike, your you're and Gil King's morals are completely different. Apparently. Completely different. And I don't... I, I just, like... My bigger point is I don't think that there's any wrong in wanting to be first. And... There is wrong when you'll do whatever to be first. And I don't feel like watching that interview, I don't feel like that's doing whatever to be first. She has poignant questions. She infers some things. I should have I should have shown that better, but I should have told that better. But like there's journalists that I absolutely well, I wouldn't even call them journalists. There's people that got cameras and that talk to people that I absolutely would not want to do that. And I, I would say that it's wrong for them to even broach the subject, to even do the interview. Because I don't trust how they would do it. And I don't think that the way that, like, how Gail King did that is ill-timed to me a little bit. But I don't think that it was so ill-timed that it's like, yo, don't do that. Like, like it's crazy. Like, she didn't, like, to me... You got to tell the full story or you're not telling it right. That that's that's me. And everybody's out here chronicling the whole Kobe. Everything I'm watching, they're talking about Eagle Colorado as well. Mm-hmm. They're talking about it. They're asking those same type of how, questions. How they're could, just not asking Lisa Leslie. And so to tell the full story, did 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 did, did Gail mention anything about him being acquitted? Or the yeah. fact she said the case was thrown out. And she did that in a sloppy way. Her facts on that were just wrong. It wasn't that the, the witness didn't come to court because she refused to testify. That's not what happened. Well, that was part of it. She refused to testify because they did not have a strong enough case. How do you get that wrong, Gail King? How do we not speak on that part, though? How do you if, you, that if you just say come on, she refused to te- talk about why. You know what I'm saying? Like, with that, it, it, it's just so wrong. Because when you look at all the yeah, evidence of that wrong, case... Yeah. That girl, Kobe was wrong in cheating on his wife. There's no way around that. But when you look at that case, that girl, when they went and tested this girl, she had Kobe's and like three other niggas' uh, DNA on her underwear, fam. And her, her coworkers was like, yeah, we done seen her coming out of mad rooms in this hotel with mad different tall, dark, and handsome black dudes. Like, mm-hmm. come on, bro. Tell the whole story. That's all I'm saying. That's like, that's not all I'm saying. If you're gonna tell the story, go ahead and tell yeah, the whole story. But I'm saying, don't bring that up at all. That's be all I'm right saying. with your facts, first and foremost. Exactly. First, be right with your facts. You have too many resources to get that wrong, Gil King. That's and, disappointing for you to do something like that. And and I, and, and this will be this will be my last thing. I felt like she was keeping it short, saying it, it, this was thrown out, and and we and we're moving on from the Kobe Eagle Colorado thing, or how you would perceive. And I, and I think I, I agree that we all should too. But I would also say that when we talk about this case and any other case we should speak to the fact that we should speak about any victim that doesn't want to go the, that doesn't want to go the distance that takes money instead of taking the stand 
I think there's I don't think that's so. a touchy no, that's no, a touchy no, touchy no, topic, no, bro. No, that right there. There's that, a million reasons why people hey, don't that right there might might be okay. there's, there's a million reasons why people don't want to take the stand. And there's a lot of people that there's a lot of people that that can't relive it. It would mentally break them to have to get up there and tell a room full of people how they feel they were violent. I'll go even further. It could be possible death threats. Some people yeah. don't want to keep going to court because yeah. their life is on the line. They don't want to be. They don't want to be defined by that. Like there's there's a ton of stuff. But yeah, honestly, yeah. we could talk that's about fair. That time. That's that fair. Yeah. That's fair. I I stand by what I said, but that that's all very relevant. Fair. Mm-hmm. Um, what's, what's next on the list? What's the one we got on the that, that, that by the, what, what's the time? What time we at? We at one thirty-seven. Maybe talk a little bit more. I don't really. I don't think I had anything else uh, on the rundown. What about grooms? <laughs> Y'all try that stuff? Oh, <laughs> uh, nah, I didn't try it. I thought yeah, about yeah, yeah. it. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest. You tried it, Steph? No, okay. you niggas are stupid out here. <laughs> you niggas are stupid out here, bro. The broom will stand up any day. The broom will stand up any day. It ain't be- the world tilted on this day and every just the brooms. <laughs> no, there is something to be said about that. No, I, 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 okay. I understand. I understand that, but just the brooms. No, it's not just the brooms. No, 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 it's but the that's, no, but, no, but no, but that's what I'm saying. It's the balance. It's the axis. The way the world's tilted the, on the axis, we're spinning and all that other uh-huh. stuff. Yeah, but I'm saying, what made y'all go get just the brooms? Why didn't you break off a tree branch and try that? Why didn't you? Why didn't you try to put a chair on one leg? Like, it, it, it ain't just a broom, from? bro. Like that's what. And, 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 that's, and, and that's what I was about to say because I remember. I remember when I was in eighth grade, my uh, my language arts and literature teacher told us about it. And he, she brought in like two or three cartons of eggs, and we all like balanced the egg up on the table, like stood it up on, you know what I'm saying, like stood the egg up mm-hmm. and balanced it on the table. So I remember it being a thing, and I and I would say that it's just brooms because the brooms is like what's gonna look good on social media. You could stand it up. I seen girls twerking like it was a pole at the club. Yeah. I seen a, a the, the homie <laughs> B, the homie B dot going through his like it was a basketball drill. Like I've seen yeah, a whole bunch of different crazy, things. Man. So it's just brooms <laughs> because that's the thing that you can that is is what's blown up on social media. I think. I think that people like it's about whatever you could put on social media like you said and it, it's a clout thing it's a race for content everybody is a content creator now mm-hmm. everybody's trying to do content and what's the cool hot thing now that everybody's a creator mm-hmm. we gotta have a bunch of cool hot stuff right so I'm gonna do my version of balancing whatever this is but I mean I, well we could talk about this did you guys read um, or see like the details are starting to come out about Kobe's accident. Should we broach that right now? Is everybody cool to talk about that right now? I personally don't want to talk about it yet. Right. Yeah. I'm not really talking about that yet. I feel it. I feel it. Because I made myself read it. Because I I didn't want to read something. I didn't want it to be an Aaliyah situation. Where there was like, plane's kind of heavy, Aaliyah. And she was like, no, let's go. And then something tragic happened. I'm not going to lie. I've been purposely not reading. I stayed away from it until like a couple days ago. I've been purposely not reading the details because I had a big fear that it was something like that. Because one of the one of the early reports that came out, I think the day of or the next day, was was, was saying that like the, the, the LAPD, they told all their helicopters like, nah, nobody's going up. It's not good conditions to fly a helicopter today. Mm-hmm. And so when I heard that, I was like, I really hope, because we know Kobe ain't scared of nothing. In my head, okay, I'm going to just be honest. In my head, watch out, man. In my head, there was a situation where maybe not the full extent of how dangerous it could be was articulated to Kobe. Okay, in my head, the pilot was like, yo, Kobe, they said, might not be a good day for helicopter. He's like, man, we're going to be late. We'll be all right. Like, yeah, that, and like, we'll be all right, man. Like, 
they do that like 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 I put I'm putting it on me because this is what I do. Like I'd be like that rule ain't for everybody. They do that to keep people from getting sued and to keep kids from getting lost at work when I worked in childcare. That it's it's a rule, but it ain't like that serious. Yeah. They do that so nobody can get sued and so kids don't get lost. And so in my head, Kobe was like, "We'll be fine." They're doing that so their helicopters don't go down and so they don't get in trouble. But we're a private helicopter. We'll be fine. Let's go and rock out. And then what happened happened. I really hope that's not what it is. But in my head, that's what happened. Mm. Um, I mean, we we don't gotta talk about the motherfuckers. Don't talk. My bad door. My bad door. My bad door. But that's not that's that's not want to talk about it. My bad, bro. My bad, bro. You just said you don't want to talk about it. My bad, fam. My bad, fam. No, no, let's move on. You you are guests. We ain't gonna make you uncomfortable. My bad, fam. My bad, fam. What what was we talking about before that? Oh, yeah, the yeah nah, well, let's, let's move on from the brooms, man. Um, I seen a stripper fall. <laughs> I seen that. Yo, yo. Door come with all the social I media wanted, content. I, I wanted it. to put that, yo. I wanted to put that oh. um, on the list, but it, honestly, it slipped my mind because I seen it. Man. I seen it just before I woke up late and Derek was picking me up for us to go to the um, for us to go to the school and I that's the day I seen that shit and it just because in a rush I forgot to put it on the list, mm. bruh. Yo, that fall was. They said she broke her fish. jaw and two ribs. I seen it. The craziest thing about it is she was twerking Kept still. Dancing. Look, man. Hey, no, the worst part about it is. <laughs> Can they get the strippers get promotions? True professional, nah, bro. So what? Promotions? To oh, what? Head stripper. Head stripper. <laughs> you just bring them out. <laughs> <laughs> they just they hey. just they take a percentage. She got to go something, man. She's a yeah. trooper, bro. No, she she broke her jaw. No, this this is the fu- this is the fucked up part about it, man. Is that those girls and all of us have been in a strip club. Uh-huh. I know that. I, I know that. I know what you're talking about. No. Okay. Um, the fucked up part is they don't have insurance. Even a bit. Oh. They don't get PTO. They don't have a plan for when they can't dance. The job's not set up for that. They bring in a lot of strippers, and I didn't know this. A lot of strippers pay like pay almost like a rent to be at that yeah strip it's club. like barbershops and stuff like yeah that. i heard about that recently i never knew that until recently and to hey. me it's like wait Shout out she to paid to go get hurt bro i think they said she fell like 15 feet yeah that was a long fall bro like the impact from where the person was recording it from from at least maybe like 40 feet away you yeah, can hear the yeah. impact let let me let me explain for anybody listening if you've never been into a gentleman's club standard pole height is like eight and most strippers don't go all the way to the top. I've seen only one. And as a matter of fact, I've been in strip clubs with a 20-foot pole. I was about and to just say. go all the way up to the top and slide all the way down to and literally split. stop a foot from the ground. You no. send me the Addy after this. Me- me- <laughs> remember the one strip club we was in? We yeah. was in oh. Vegas. We was uh, sitting watching her dance. And her, that, this pole might have been 15 feet. No, and she went 20. to the top. That was 20. That's what I'm saying. And she didn't, obviously, she didn't fully let go of the pole. Kept one arm or leg or something, but slid all the way down to a split. Oh, I was like, goodness. yo, she is talented. But, no, but reading up after that, like looking at that stuff on Twitter, a lot of chicks that are in the industry are like, nah, we be getting hurt doing Dude. some of these tricks. Like, we be getting hurt. Like, I feel bad hurt, for a lot of hurting your, hurting your hip joint yeah, landing in a split. I didn't know about all the stuff they got to pay just to strip in the first place. So I'm, yeah. they might have to get, figure something out. I, I know it's a dirty game. They need a union. And <laughs> strippers union? Hey. Strip union. They need a union, bro. And I'm not trying to laugh at her situation. But did you see they started a GoFundMe page for her? Yeah, she got 20 bands off that. That's, that's love. 20? That's love. That's love, bro. Man. That's love. Here, Paul. 
Hey, the strip, the strip club owner got to give her a rent back for that night. <laughs> That's not happening. But you know when people go to that strip club now? This is what I'm saying. Like they're bringing people in, and yeah, I know it's a competitive field. There's not enough. There's there to me. There would seem to be not enough time on a pole for all the girls that want to get on a pole. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, making them pay rent it makes sense from a business standpoint. But they're bringing people in here. It's the same reason that well-known girls go do like appearances mm-hmm. at strip clubs. They might say, just get up there and shake a little ass, but they're bringing asses in the seats that are gonna throw money and gonna buy drinks. I was about to say that I kind of it's kind of a, akin to a barber or a tattoo artist. Like you ha- you, you have to pay booth rent. Like you can't just set yeah, up shop. But mm-hmm. yeah, but you know you're saying? paying you're paying you're paying because you need somewhere to do that. This person is is different. A barber go bust it open in your garage. No, and there's not a bartender there. There's not certain things there. And this is what I'm saying. Like, at a barber shop, part of what they're paying for is people coming into the shop. I might get some cuts out of this. Strippers are bringing people in. I know, I know, just from what I see on Twitter, there's girls that'll be promoting, in Feb- in March, I'm going to be here. Is she paying rent? To go strip there? Yeah. Because she's letting people know, and people are going to show up that night. You could probably put a percent on how much she's going to make for you that night. And you know what's funny? They also take a percentage of what they make at the end of the night, which I didn't know either. You got to pay rent, and they take a cut after you make a a thousand or something. The strip game is dirty. That's wild. So I got to pay you twice? Come on, man. That's a business I would never want in. I had no idea. I ain't got the heart for that. I might tip more next time. But now I actually don't want to. They might take that money. So how much of this you keep it, baby? Yeah, <laughs> That's going to depend show, on Show me the numbers. Let me see the contract. Let's start working with I'm trying, I'm trying to help you it's out. It's a handshake deal. It's a handshake deal. <laughs> Some shaking going on, but I don't know about that handshake. <laughs> but, Man. yeah. Like, her situation is not for prayers up. I, I, didn't, I don't remember her name. I saw the fall. I read the little uh, story. I saw that they had the GoFundMe page, and I'm totally forgetting her name. Yeah, she's okay um, now, though. That's good. That's good news. Yeah, it's okay. Broken jaw and two broken ribs. As okay as you gonna be. How okay was you after your surgery? Uh, <laughs> okay, but yeah, if you give me twenty thousand dollars after I break some shit. I might be okay. So oh, yeah. it's a different story. I feel you. I ain't get twenty bands. After yeah, I yeah. I'll be better than I was, but I still ain't good. What injury she after said, twenty? Bands? Yeah, she said now this twenty bands gonna have to stretch me because my jaw broken and my rib fucked up. I ain't gonna be shaking. This for might me. be the best time to invest that twenty thousand outside said, of stripping. She says you about to go back to school. That's what she hey, about to do. It's kind of random. Open your own strip club, ma. Let's think about that whole. <laughs> and just do what they was doing to you. That's dirty. Bring it back up. Something we already finished talking about. But I'm just thinking about when I said like oh they took the money instead of going to court that's one of one of many topics that or one of many points that i've brought up that i can't wait till we have the do our little mashup with the tapped in podcast because mm-hmm. there's so many things that i'd say that i'd love to like hear a, a woman chime in on be like nah man or not like nah you fully right on that or like nah you you dead ass wrong on that because you're a man we got we got to make that happen i don't know if they even still want to but no nah, they do I, we got to make that happen both of them was just over here the other day chilling with white talking about ashley uh ashley Dion. Dion, yeah okay yeah. I see Ash doing big things. Got look, uh, got the write up online. SD Voyager, shout out to you, Ash. That's dope. Yeah, shout out doing the thing. Mm-hmm. I think I think I posted it on the family page. Okay, yeah. no, yeah. that, I did. I, no, I don't know, but I know I reposted it in my story. Yeah, I, I sure. posted it on mine too. Yeah. Check in fact, I'm gonna I'm I'm go repost it. Yeah, on the Ash and Dion, they super cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, shout out to the Tap Ten Podcast, man. Y'all go listen to them. Check yeah, them. Yeah, Potter's Pod for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and shit. That's that's all I had. I just had I had the Kobe details, but we ain't we ain't broaching that. Um, before that, that'll be a long combo, and we we coming up on time. Yeah, we looking uh, like a three hour pod. We will talk about. Oh, that. let me see the list real quick. I did have a question I wanted to ask you. On the random today, I went to a Peterson's Donuts right here. Why do places charge like a dollar seventy five to use your card? I was so hot because they get in charge to have that car reader up in there, bro. That's that's yeah. You got to go to Peterson's Come cash, on, bro. Even I mean, Peterson's, Peterson's even like Arco charge me thirty five cent. Man, I might be a cheapskate or whatever. But I'm nah, not thirty five cent. Thirty five cent every single time I want to use my card, man. It's twenty twenty, man. Come that's on. Why, look, that's Do better, why. Arco look, and man. Peterson's. Look, bro, <laughs> Come on, bro, man. Bro. You gotta you gotta keep a, a ATM fee in your account just because. Man, <laughs> who carries cash? Real kings keep a couple dollars on them. <laughs> <laughs> and this go back that go back to that go back to like stick up boy shit like Car, nigga, about to get hit in the head with this gun, bro. You about to be fucked. <laughs> <laughs> a couple dollars on you, bro. At least. You ain't got a hundred, I'm about to beat your ass if you ain't got nothing. Like, I'm getting my ass cool. whooped, boy. I don't carry nothing over $15, 20 on me at all times, man. Shit. I prefer cash. Yeah, I prefer cash, too. This shit's clean. Before we, no huh? Before we get out of here, in y'all single days, what were some of the, uh, the subtle... What was a, what was something you did to subtly get a girl's attention without making it seem that you're trying to get her attention? <laughs> oh man! Um, I don't know what made me think of it. It was something I was either okay. watching or listening to, and I was like, "Hmm." And I had to write it down because I wanted to ask y'all. This um, I don't know if this counts, but if it was, it depended on the chick. If this was a chick that got a lot of attention, I would intentionally not give her attention. I would talk to her a little bit. You've done that? And then I'd be like, oh, okay. Have yeah. you done that, actually? Yeah. Has it worked? It absolutely did work. All right. Sheesh. For me, I have to think, man. I've done a lot of dumb shit. <sighs> I, would, I would do that, too, but I wouldn't... If she was getting a whole bunch of attention, I wouldn't give it, but I can't necessar- necessarily say I was doing that to get her attention. I was, I've just always been that type. Like, if everybody's doing something, I'm not. And then I just, like, it's like... Okay, oh, I like, was doing it to get her because I would talk to her for a little bit, and then we'll be gone. And then when everybody else is talking to her, like, like you, you know, like you know how it is. You might be in a house party. It might be one or two dudes in the vicinity of a chick. She know they're trying to holler. Mm-hmm. They know they're trying to holler, and they're trying to be seen. And I'd be on the other side of the room after I done talked to her, and then at the end of the night, be like, "Oh, where was you at?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> they'd be like, "What you mean? I was right here." Oh, really? Oh, you playing that game? Ah, now we talking. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. now I'm in there. I, I think the only thing that I would do was, like, if, if like, me and a girl would, like, catch a look in somewhere or, like, she catch me looking and I catch her looking and then we keep catching each other looking, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. something's going on here. When, after that, then I would, I would make it a point to not catch you looking or to not let you catch me looking. Or maybe keep walking past you and not say nothing, but I'm not going to keep doing the thing. It's like, hold on, why is he... Why is he pretending like You know what I'm saying So uh, other than that I can't really say Can't really say That I would do anything I wish I had more to say to, uh, Can you get that Y'all yeah, better than me Because my tall ass I'll just try to get up And make sure she see my ass nah. I'm the tallest Darkest person Probably in the club 80% of the time So what I personally do I'll probably get up Buy a drink Finish that shit real fast And like alright She still sitting over there Let me walk mm-hmm. my fine ass Over there real fast <laughs> See if she see me again Maybe she blind Who knows 
<laughs> Other than that, I mean, she, what's what's the better way to? Uh, I guess I, I guess all relative. But what's the better way to 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 try to? You know, to to court a girl to try to like play it like, man, I'm not really tripping, or try to just give all your attention and go all in. From experience, giving all your attention going in, you gonna get sucked. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna get robbed out of a few drinks here and there. I, I would say, I mean, I, that's part of the game. Well, I'm talking um, in the club. That's one thing, but I mean, yeah. like in general, I yeah. think like my advice to a younger me would be: if you're a confident dude, just be a confident dude. You don't gotta do nothing extra. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like. The girls that I've had the most success with, I wasn't trying to do nothing. They like me because they like me. I've also never hollered at a girl that I haven't known for a year though. <laughs> that was what I wanted to bring up. Uh, he was he was texting me about the pot. He was like he was like I was. Do you really? If that's really how you feel. You ain't never gone out nowhere with the intention to take oh, something home. I, I was like, bro, nope, I've, never done, I've never done that. I've never done that. I've never done that. Never, ever, not I've one. never Mike, gone no out. Way. I've never no way. gone out. And <laughs> my sole Come purpose on, was to take something home. I've never in not my life. Time. I've never taken any, anything home. Okay. So okay. I definitely didn't set I out to do it. I've never taken anything home because that's just that's just irresponsible. Right, you've you been out and you get something popping in the but one the night and you never talk to her. Smash this girl that you're trying to No. Not one time. Not even just trying to smash her a week later. I've never gone out with the intention to smash. I've never done it. So you're just going out to dance. Every single time. To have a drink and to dance, yes. I don't believe no, that, bro. And to flirt with girls. But never was in my head, I'm going to take somebody home tonight. All right, how about this? Let's say you flirting with that girl and she's giving you the signs that she want, maybe want to go home with you that night. Then it'll happen. But I'm saying I yeah, didn't leave my right. house. Yeah. I didn't yeah. leave my house and that was the goal. Has it happened? Call but wait, wait, yes. what's that? <laughs> Has what? it happened? It might yes. sound really misogynistic, but what's the point of flirting with that girl? <laughs> Why were you flirting with her in the first place? To play the game. Just to play a game. <laughs> Man, you was trying to take her down, yo. You was trying to take her down. Come on, man. Am I realistic to the point that it probably could happen? Sure, yes. But I'm saying I've never got put my clothes on, mm-hmm. took a shower, got fresh, and was like, I'm hitting something tonight. Not I've never done that. Time. Never, not once. What about on a date? I've done that on a date. Yeah. That was my whole point. I and th- I've never done that on a first date either. Oh, no, I've never done that on a first date. I don't believe you on that either, man. <laughs> I know you for a while, but I'm a respectful guy. I don't know about that. <laughs> right. Joy trying, trying to throw dirt in my name. I'm a respectful guy. I've I can't never be done the only that. one dirty in here, man. <laughs> Somebody gotta tag me. Come on, man. I've never done that. Come on, I've Mike. N- I've never gotten dressed and gone out. Try to get an in the park home run. Facts. <laughs> I'm trying to slam dunk. As soon as I walk in the club, like yo, let me see you beating me. Let me be all the way clear. Have I gone out and met girls and something happened that night? Sure. Have I gone out and flirted with girls and got numbers? Sure. Fast. I, I may have even gone out with the intent to get a couple of phone numbers, maybe even a few phone mm-hmm. numbers, but I've never gone out and my goal was to smash something that night. I've I'm never keep done it that. Being with you. I've never done that. You could call it confidence or whatever you want. To me, I'll call it fear. I was too scared to get a random pregnant, and I was too scared to get something off of somebody. So I'm like, I'm definitely not meeting no chick out here and banging her out tonight. I got to get to know this chick. We in the club. She definitely, I got to get to know this chick. Now I see how you move up. Like, mm, I can see you doing this with most niggas. Uh, I'm not fucking with you like and that. See, Dora, I got I to gotta give you more uh, of me and where I got my game from, too. <laughs> mo- mo- I want to make a game like yeah, that. But most yourself, of, please, most please, of please. what I, most of, most of. I got pretty much how I move with with, with females. Uh-huh. I got all from my uncle Clarence, bro. All from my uncle Clarence. I, I, you've met him yeah, a couple yeah, of times. Yeah. I met him once. 
my uncle Clarence, my uncle Clarence told me, and th- this is the one thing that he's told me that stuck with me more than anything else. He's like, nephew, if he was like, and you can't just be taking them all down. No, that's not. And he was, he told me, he told uh-huh. me straight up, he was like. If every girl can have a piece of you, what makes you so dope? He was like, what makes you the man if every girl around can say they had you? And so I always move with that. I'm not finna go out and let any girl, like, this sound like something, but I'm not finna let any girl get next to Mike Rome when I'm Mike Rome. And that, and that, that's not me thinking I'm dope. That's my uncle telling me that. He's like, yo, you, you're like, yo, if you, really, if you really think you're that nigga, you can't give yourself to everybody because then you're not that nigga. But no what I'm saying is if you see that right girl you want to take her home that night, right? You've never been in a situation where you'd be like, yo, all the rest of these females, whatever, y'all, whatever. But her right there, I want to take her home tonight. Now, one time ever. No. I believe no. Steph. I don't know about you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about Mike. I believe Steph. I don't what, though? Mike, That's man. not fair. I don't know. That's man. not fair. I, I ain't trying to air off Mike. Hey. <laughs> Camera, look, I'm not trying to air Mike out. <laughs> camera, look. Camera number two, I'm not airing Mike out, but I don't believe you. <laughs> we don't believe you. You need more people, man. Come on, man. I vouch. Yeah, hey. I vouch. Bro. Knowing you, hey, man. Especially niggas that like to you? dance. Niggas that like to dance, come on, man. They just take shit down. <laughs> and look, and look, and look. Dancing niggas don't be just. <laughs> come on. And I'm going to be real. Can you turn that down? And I'm going to oh, be real. Man. I've. I've, I've been in a spot and I've seen a girl and I was like, I'm talking to her. I'm dancing with her. I'm not talking or dancing with nobody else. She's the baddest one in here. That's where I'm going to be. But I've never said, forget all of y'all. I'm smashing her. Not right away. What about like a week later? Sure. Okay. But we're talking about that night, what I put my clothes on for. Okay. Yeah. Do I expect to meet girls? Yeah. Do I expect some girls to think I'm attractive and want to give me their number? Sure. That sounds cocky too. But yeah, do, have I expected it a few nights? Sure, but I've never gone out and been like, I'm hitting something tonight. And just to clear my name, folks out there listening to the podcast, <laughs> I am not a dog. Clean it up. Just want to y'all know, there's times I do go out with that intent like some of us do. Have. Not all of us have done in the past. You know, I'm not doing that no more. But what I want to say <laughs> is that. As a matter of fact, let me look in the camera and say this. I'm sick of saying, previously, of course, I'm married or everybody know I'm married. Y'all all, Derek, Baron, stop, please. Y'all all know that. So when I talk like that, it's obviously in the past tense. I'm not going to say that every podcast. Everybody, now I'm going to say this Y'all for the last time. Right? I'm very <laughs> happily married. I love my wife to death. When I talk about those situations, I'm talking about past tense for Dit- clarity. Ditto. Same here. Uh, I, I am not a dog. Our wives. Yeah, back they in the day, listen. there was times I'm going out for one reason and one reason only. And there's times I want to go out and just dance and have a drink and hang out with the boys and just chill. Yeah. Be around good company. But, you know, realistically, there's men out there that do go out for one reason, one reason only. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, for sure. Oh, I was, no, no, no. I was part is, of that party. That, that is the more, I would say, normal. To be approach. clear, yeah. I've definitely gone out like, yo, I'm finna get me some numbers tonight. Like, I've definitely done that. See, mm-hmm. and my, I was always like, I'm about to go out and I'm definitely about to be on some ass tonight. I'm definitely about to be. On said some that before chick, too, but too. I've never said like I'm finna hit something tonight. See, my thing is I'm gonna be on some ass and probably take one home after. <laughs> I appreciate I appreciate the honesty, but I'm being honest too. That wasn't me. I was taking this tail and I'm gonna be right behind the thing. I'm taking tail feathers home tonight. What you about to play for us to get us up out of here, man? About to play my boy Six Lag. This. Six lakh. Um, wait, 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 time out. You said six lakh. Uh, you mean black? No, nigga. That's how you say it? Yeah. His name is six lakh. I, I thought his old. name I thought his name was black too. I thought he just spelled it. I used to call him six black. <laughs> like, nah. I mean, he, 
says his name is Six Life. I, 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 I don't know. Life. You know, I don't be knowing about these new niggas. But speaking of new niggas, who I've been listening to a lot, only because, like I said, I liked his interview. So I was like, let me check him out. YBN Cordae. Oh, he's oh, nice. Yeah. He's super dope. He's I'm just nice. now listening to his oh, album. Yeah, yeah, I'm just yeah, now yeah. listening to his album. He don't even he's super fit in with this new Not era of rap. He right. actually and rap. I could I could tell that by his uh, his uh, his pull up episode with Joe Budden. Mm-hmm. I was like, this nigga's a little different. And to be like, just like Joe said in the thing, his name. He was like, he got initials. Like he got YBN in his name. I'm not gonna listen to him. It's like the kind of like some of the, some of the other dudes. There's it's like, like three YBN dudes or something. Yeah. yeah. It's like and and that name. It just that that name is so. I guess you can't judge a book by its cover. But that name is so like. It just doesn't match up with him and his subject matter. But then when you know what YBN stands for, young boss niggas, it like that yeah. makes more sense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's me judging the book by his cover. But anyway, shout out I've, been, I've been listening to YBN Corday. He's dope. Yeah. I like him. Shout a lot. out to Corday. I like him. A East lot. Atlanta love letter. Everybody. I mean, Ooh. people. People should know this. Um, loaded gun by a six lap or black. It's playing already. Yeah. Shut up. Family room podcast. Episode 34. I'm Mike Rohn. Stefan Rohn. Door Tud in the building with us. Thanks for joining us, brother. Ain't no problem, man. Appreciate We've been trying to make this happen for a minute. Hey, Door was acting like he was too shy to come do the podcast. Hey, I was. I was shy, man. <laughs> he finally came you and did it. You see why? I got a lot of stuff to talk and about, it was a good man. Hey, <laughs> we appreciate your contribution. We yeah, got to do this know. again. I'll come over anytime, you know what I'm saying? For sure, for sure. something out, you know what I'm saying? I'll be a... That strange brother that you come no on. Question. And see, we spoke, we're supposed to have a podcast uh, with the homie Jesse. We just go have a, a podcast, or I'm sorry, a segment on the podcast where every week we kind of just come in here and uh, talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of married life since me, Steph, and Jesse is all married. We know Jesse a busy man. He got his own stuff going on, so it's hard to get him in here. But that's a segment that's going to happen. We got to come up with a dope name for that and everything. Where we pretty much just talk about how dope our wives are, how much our wives have been frustrating us lately. That segment, that segment has got to happen. But anyway, like I said, Family Room Podcast, episode 34. Thank y'all for rocking with us, man. We out. real. Did I just say stop? Yep. Yeah, I got to get going.